0: Log Talk Radio.
1: We've had the best football picks for a decade, and we ain't stopping now. Live from the IMLD home studios in its tenth season. This is, in much less detail, the podcast where we cut through the noise and give you your NFL breakdown in much less detail. Now your host, Jay Andre. Yes, it's the special Friday night edition of your favorite Saturday night football podcast. You are listening live to In Much Less Detail, the podcast As we promised last week, we are here with you live on a Friday night, October the 21st, 2022, so that Jay can take his family on a weekend trip down to Milwaukee. I'm Dre, he's Jay, and we are in the house to look back on week six in the NFL and look ahead to week seven. Your football party is in full effect, and this week I'm the one that gets to do the extra partying because I pulled off the sweep the same five game sweep that Jay pulled off on me in week three, I pulled off on Jay in week six. So looking good for the season now up to 54 and 39 for me, 47 and 46 for Jay. Uh, Jay was uh, was another interesting week of football and uh, uh, the results didn't go your way.
2: I'm still over 500. I I can, I can deal with that. I mean, you know, how can you think of a season where we both had a sweep over the other in one year. I mean, it's rare enough to do it once, and we've already had it twice. It's just absolutely wild. And You know, the picks last week, you know, I didn't really feel like I was getting the short end of too many. Some of them I just flat out got wrong. I had a lot of winners that faded late, which seems to be a thing now um, with the comeback crazy league that that you know within, I don't know if it's rules. I mean I have a lot of it's rules and the way that these refs call games and just the, the crazy things that happen, the bad coaching. Um
1: well, I bet you were targeting Lamar specifically.
2: I've I yeah, I've I've never seen I've never seen so many blown leads uh every week. Um it maybe only happened to me on one or two of the picks, but that's that's all it takes when you only disagree on five.
1: Sure. So yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think we had any sweeps of each other last year, but last just last year was very uh, similar with uh, the the back and forth and one person you know, dominates you, yeah, cause last the other. Year
2: you got you got way up early
1: and you lost were it at all. one
2: point like twelve or thirteen games up, and then gave it all up, and then got it all back. Yeah, so. and so. Yeah, but every season tells us. Every week tells its own little story. Every season is completely different. You know, you could be riding high. You know, taking all five of those games, and then it goes south, <laughs> or you get on a hot streak and it keeps going. It we there's no. It's hard enough to predict these games. The fact that we pick every single one, the good ones, the bad ones, um, a lot more bad ones than good ones this year, but eh we we'll, we'll, you know, we're we're not even at the midway point of the season yet.
1: Well, this week might provide even more bad ones. It is uh, it's quite the ugly schedule.
2: This, this is, should have been this an Halloween a Halloween schedule. Yeah, this was a tough week also um, for picking games because this was one of those where yeah, it's a lot of bad teams or a lot of good teams playing bad teams. So, they're not a. Not not a fun week to try to to pick. Um, not not a, not too many huge lines, but we've got a lot of lines in that like four to eight point range.
1: Uh, yeah, there's a uh, quite a few. There's uh, let me look down the list real quick here. Yeah, it, it's it's all over the place. There's no like cluster of th- uh, three point lines and then cluster of seven. There's uh, there's a little bit of everything. It's, uh, it's yeah. quite the quite the range.
2: Uh, and and you don't have it quite like last, last week we had two double digit um lines and uh you have Tampa Bay just completely losing a game yeah it just just no rhyme or reason to any of this
1: it's 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 been one of those years
2: but you're off to a, you, you know you've completely embraced the chaos so you're off to a good start
1: i, I think that's a good way to describe it because some of those picks I made last week were, was out of chaos. It, there was no rhyme or reason for me to trust That's the Steelers I mean. the way they've been playing. Uh, you know, they won, and, and they won the get yeah. that I definitely did not have the the money line. I definitely didn't have that. Uh, not not too much reason to think that the Falcons were gonna knock off the Forty Nine ers. They're not a better team. I don't think than San Fran, but they won the game. Uh, they, can definitely they didn't just that.
2: beat them. They handled them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat them by two scores. That was that was quite yeah. the surprise as well. Um, yeah, it has, it has been chaotic. Uh, maybe it's time to break out the coin early for some of these uh, situations. I don't know. Um, some of these picks. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, did you want to get off uh, with our awards nope. this week? I guess you R, get the honors. You want honors.
2: to, you you want me to the handle week. again? You won uh, the week. You get the honors. That's the way we're doing it.
1: Oh, I see. <laughs> All right.
2: Um, people I'll, want to hear I'll... your geniusness more than they want to hear mine. <laughs> what did I win? Five, five last week. <laughs>
1: Uh, yes. Five and nine to, to my 10 and four, but I no nobody wants to hear me go on. Believe me. Um, but I'll, I'll start anyway. Um, I'll have to go very predictable with my best of the week. I'm going to reference that Bill's chiefs game. Um, it was drop. It was dramatic. It was tense. It was uh great television. Uh, it may not have been the prettiest, but I think that was the point. I think, both teams were trying to – they're trying some new things on each other. They're so familiar now over the over the years. Um, they, they were trying to blow the scoreboard up and, and light it up because I think both teams know they have the quarterbacks that can do that, that can go to that, but only when they need it. They were trying to set each other up and sort of slow play each other a little bit, but the intensity was there from the opening um, from both teams, the – Running was was hard, was intense by both teams. The running backs were trying to send messages and and lay an extra leg on on the defenders. There was uh, there was a lot of messages uh, being sent in that game, um, and the Bills wind up uh, coming out on top in the end uh, as road favorites. And we both had that one. Uh, specifically, the best part to me was the uh, fourth quarter theater. Uh, because the Bills are are losing, uh, and the, that that game gets to the fourth quarter tied at 17, and the stage is set for uh, who, who's going to win this slugfest. Um, and the Bills are the ones that uh, are, are that give up the uh, the the tie on the field goal, but um, it could have been worse. It could have been a touchdown in that drive, but the defense uh, bends but doesn't break. Uh, they get some great, some more great plays from Matt Milano, the linebacker, and I think that's specifically a thing that the Bills are really uh, getting a lot of use out of their linebackers, specifically Milano, because of the fact that they're uh, dominating up front with their front four and their linebackers can sort of play back and just read the plays and, and do what they want to do. They don't have to uh, back up the, the linemen. Uh, and try to blitz and and try to uh, cover them because the line has got it covered themselves, especially Von Miller. So Matt Milano runs down Clyde Edwards-Alaire aggressively. Um, Isaiah Pacheco had a swing pass that had a lot of room if he could get past Matt Milano, but no dice. Milano shuts that down. Uh, Pat Mahomes breaks out the Fred Astaire dance on third, trying to get some room. He got shoestring tackled. That's what resulted in the field goal. And then the Bills say, well, you had your chance. Now it's our turn and uh, you know after another couple drives back and forth uh, the Bills take over um, and it felt like they had to go for it uh, at their own 33-yard line it was getting late in the game Um, they had a third and one check down uh, to a Singletary pitch uh, Devin Singletary couldn't gain the corner so they're at their own 33 it's fourth and one they got to go and not only do they got to go but even before the play happened, you feel like they got to shove that big guy project in the middle. they got to take that big-ass quarterback that tries to beat everybody up and just push him forward. And there's no other way they could have gotten that fourth down. That's exactly what they did. No other option. Um, and he goes on from there uh, to start throwing some great passes. Deep end cut to just Stephon Diggs, three, three Chiefs in the vicinity. He didn't care. Just drops it right where it's supposed to be with the with the zip and with the accuracy just a master level throw um and then quarterback run to the right and that's not just any quarterback that's project that's Josh Allen Carl Lewis hurdle in the middle of the run it's like no that that did not just happen tell me that did not just happen you almost wanted to go back and rewind it on your TV did i just see what i think i saw um how does that that's not fair how does a 6'5 240 whatever pound quarterback Decided to just jump over defenders in the middle. Of it. Like, he's, he's tough enough to defend. Now he's breaking out hurdles. Um, and follows that up with, of course, the unbelievable touchdown throw to Dawson Knox. Low left corner. Zings it perfectly. Directing traffic. Telling him where to go. Go to the right. He doesn't go to the right. He says, okay, fuck it. I'll throw it anyway. And puts it exactly where it had to be from 14 yards out. Nobody else could have gotten that, that ball except Dawson Knox. Uh, to put them up twenty four twenty, it was just a, a wow sequence. The theater was incredible. You think it's Pat's turn now? Here comes the Chiefs. Here comes Pat Mahomes. It's going to be like the playoffs last year, where he leaves the drive back um, and they go back and forth. But not to not to happen. Not to be uh, no miracle this time. Teron Johnson sneaks underneath for for the interception and the Bills put it away. It was just, uh, it, it, like I said, it wasn't the greatest played game but it wasn't bad at all it was just tense and tight and both teams really uh had a lot to prove with each other uh and it was great theater and in the end the uh the bills come out on top as we say uh they they had to do it they had to have that game jay we knew it we we cited all the reasons they had to have it not just for revenge for last year but to get the home field for the afc in case it comes down to the chiefs and bills they don't want to come back to their arrowhead and now they don't have to now they they can sit back and wait for everybody to come to them
2: i uh Excuse me. My, my throat got scratchy. You you basically said all of my points. Kumbaya. Um, it, it's, it's easy what, it's to give the best of the week. That's it, what we do. Uh, no, I, I, I broke it down simply more to just the quarterback because my notes right here all it says, Josh Allen will not be denied. And when push came to shove and they needed their quarterback, he put the team on his back, and just like he did in the playoffs in that game, you know, that game last year was just the, the oh, yeah, watch this game, right? I mean, that's all that was. Each, t- each, each quarterback back and forth, the defense, defenses didn't matter because the offenses were playing at that elite level. Excuse me. And this game was more like a boxing match. It, it, yeah. Like you said, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't the highest scoring game. There was actually defense played in this game, unlike in that playoff game. But this still had a, a playoff atmosphere. And, and we said the team that needs this win more is is Buffalo because they they need to put down team that they don't want to have to go to their building and play if it comes to a, a you know championship situation. Or, you know, it it looks like it could be that way. I mean, these look like they're going to probably be, you know, the top seeds would be my guess. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to play it all out, but if everything stays as it is and, you know, relatively healthy and it never happens that way, but you you play it all out in your brain, the Bills and the Chiefs are probably your number one and your number two uh, teams in the AFC. I mean, strange, strange things could happen between now and, you know, 11 weeks from now, but it just looks that way. And, yeah, Josh Allen, uh, just like he did in the uh, playoff game, thought, you know, through the game-winning touchdown, <laughs> right?
1: Again, it's what that loser did. The last thing that loser did in yeah. the playoff game last year throw, was throw a touchdown
2: pass a game. Davis. The Such a loser. loser won the game. And this time, his last throw is a touchdown pass that wins the game,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? I, I mean, he, he's the man. I mean, I got to ask you seriously, is, is Josh Allen the best quarterback in football?
1: As far as I'm concerned, he is.
2: I mean, I just, to think the turnaround, we talk about on this show, the turnaround, a view of more than me uh, of, of, of his career trajectory, you know, from looking so bad, like, like, the team didn't want to use him at all. You know, they had that, that awful playoff game, and now, it's, and now it's this. You know, the coach who was trying to get himself fired, our joke about, the, like, the worst playoff team ever that we've ever seen, and then they get Josh Allen, and he's the project, and then he's got the stuff with the tweeting out rap lyrics, right? And that always puts the the mark on the, the guy coming out, and uh, now here he is uh, playing at the highest level, Uh, of of any quarterback in the league. I mean, running it, throwing it, trucking dudes, jumping over dudes. Uh, (laughs) shirtling people? What the hell? Uh, Yeah. yeah. If he wasn't hard enough to tackle? Yeah. And we're not always kumbaya. Last week I gave best of the week to a kicker. But (laughs) uh, sometimes you have to just call out the excellence when you see it. And, uh, yeah, in the best game of the week, the biggest game of the year, probably so far. Josh Allen was the man.
1: Yeah, I, I want to give props and praise to the Chiefs. Uh, it's not all about the Bills. The Chiefs gave them a hell of a fight. Yeah. Uh, both they they both looked like they were tr- they were trying very hard. They 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 were both coming out and, and throwing physical bombs, like I said, in the run game. And they both looked like they were trying to get a little too cute uh, early in the game in that first quarter. Let's see. Uh, the Bills had Project do this. Uh, I don't know if you remember this RPO fake to Isaiah McKenzie, and then a backwards throw back to him. And McKenzie wasn't even looking for the ball. It was like three or four intricate parts of that play, right. and the last part, McKenzie forgot the. Oh, I, I forgot the last part of that. You throw it back to me. I, I wasn't even looking for it. And the uh, Chiefs get a huge gift turnover uh, in, in the in the first possession uh, for for the Bills. Um, so then the Chiefs come back. Um, and got too cute. Pat pulled back uh, an RPO to throw uh, a touchdown, but the offensive line was downfield. So that got called back, so that didn't count. Um, And then third and and goal from the nine, uh, he bought time. He rolled out. He does does some dancing again and decides to throw it up for Marquez Valdez Scantling, but he's got two dudes on him, and one of them picks it off, Kyrie Elam. That was just a bad decision. Uh, So, yeah, it it was, like I said, a tense game. It was – well played it wasn't the best played uh, there were mistakes uh but they, but both both teams tried like hell they both knew what was on the line they both uh were looking forward to this uh the entire season everybody knew it we were all looking forward to it um and i don't know uh, there, there might be more entertaining games there might be more uh high scoring games this season obviously but i think for the drama of what these two teams think of themselves and each other Uh, top two in the AFC, uh, maybe top two in the league, uh, take the NFC completely out of it. And, you know, if this is the AFC title game up in Orchard Park, um, I think both of us probably agree that if that's what it turns out to be, that's the Super Bowl because whoever the NFC produces uh, won't have a chance against the winner.
2: Right. And we thought that when the Chiefs played the Bills – last season, but it ended up yeah. being division round and we're like, this is still this is it. This is just and then right. you know, the Chiefs just played that second going half. All the way. Yeah. Chiefs laid that Ooh. second half egg against the Bengals. Um I honestly think if the Bengals don't beat the Chiefs and then have that that crazy comeback, which they earned, I mean they schemed the hell out of the Chiefs in the second half of that game and the Chiefs did not adjust, uh yeah. the Chiefs would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh,
1: but I, I agree. But, uh, but can't go back easy and to say. That.
2: That's right.
1: Right. It, it's it always easy to, like. to
2: say it's what? What if? Uh, what, what's your worst of the week?
1: Oh, where was my worst of the week? You know, I'm gonna get better at organizing my notes and figuring out uh, what I got wrote down here. Um, you know, I, I can't shake that old feeling watching uh, the Eagles uh, and the Cowboys. Uh, Philly just shoving Dallas around in a run game. Uh the the way to mess up Dan Quinn's light and fast defense, just run it down their throats. That's, that's what you do. We saw it. Saw it in Atlanta, see it here in, in Dallas. It was it was no contest. Um yeah, that was uh that wasn't the, the worst of the night, however. Did you hear the commentary of, of that particular game on Sunday night? I did not. Okay, you you're you're not aware of uh, of something Chris Collinsworth said. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was real bad.
2: You know so, what's so amazing is I didn't if it I didn't catch any of this whether it was, you know, in the game, in the after game, in in Twitter, it must have like not maybe everyone didn't catch it cuz I didn't see him getting flamed or I just missed it.
1: It was hot as hell Monday morning and afternoon, and then it kind of dissipated. Okay,
2: that makes sense because Monday mornings I don't work, so I'm not really on my phone or or looking at that stuff. So probably uh, by the time I even started looking at things, it was it was gone.
1: It was so hot I had to to get the the the, the sound of it. So oh,
2: oh, I get well, it for the first time.
1: Yeah, I, I'm surprised you weren't aware of this at all. So he whatever dropped
2: like the n word or anything, did he? No. Oh, okay.
1: I almost wish he would have. So the Eagles have an offensive lineman while they're running uh, against Dan Quinn's defense. uh, They have an O-lineman road grading out there. His name is Landon Dickerson. And Chris Collinsworth got a little too excited praising uh, Mr. Dickerson's run blocking.
2: How about if you get a little taste of Landon Dickerson coming right down your throat?
1: The hell? Oh, man. Like, there is no excuse. There is no way in hell he could ever convince me that he didn't do that on purpose. Like, really? The guy's name happens to be Dickerson, and then you make that particular
2: reference. Like, what? Why in the hell?
1: Would you say something like that? Right, how about if you get a little taste of Landon Dickerson
2: coming right down your throat?
1: No, I don't want a taste of anyone coming down my throat. What the fuck's wrong with you, man?
2: Come on. Oh,
1: man. That was my worst and my what the fuck. Well, I got another what the fuck, but that that deserves a what the fuck as well. Like, why would you do
2: that? Wow, that's good. I, I, I'm... And, you know, and I understand so I'm you inviting a
1: certain on, element to call yeah. in by playing that, but I but I had to play it anyway. <laughs> you,
2: could, you could go on YouTube and just find cut-up clips of all these sports announcers.
1: Seeing some of the dumbest so, things. Yeah, yeah, you
2: just you could take any five-second clip, especially in football, with stuff like, oh, man. Like, oh, I mean, look at this. He comes right in his face. I <laughs> do <laughs> yeah, hey, hear yeah. that one a lot. Yeah. You probably hear it, yeah.
1: No, I definitely understand what you're saying, things of that nature, but that was that topped them all right there. And yeah. on a national stage in front of millions yeah, of I, listeners. Did you just
2: see him up in the booth? Was that Tarico? Who's up there with him? Yeah. He's probably elbowing him with a big smile on his face like, What's this.
1: <laughs> and Tirico's probably looking at him like, dude. Oh, man. What the hell? <laughs> oh. So that was definitely my my worst of the week.
2: Uh so I, my worst of the week. So I have decided now that my week <laughs> goes from uh, kickoff on Thursday night to the next kickoff. Right? That's my week, right? Sure. Uh, because <laughs> it, it, because I'm yeah, this is something from Sunday, but it end up ended up not becoming really a story until Thursday, but it was before the kickoff Thursday night. Uh, simply put, my worst of the week, Elijah Moore doesn't like winning.
1: <laughs> yeah, get me out of here. This piece of shit organization, get me off this <laughs> team.
2: <laughs> Your team has, <laughs> like, beat the hell out of – the Packers and, and, I mean, uh, and the Dolphins, like your division rival in the Dolphins, you go to Lambeau and beat the living hell out of the Packers. You run the ball down their throats. They don't really have to throw a lot. They get a punt block touchdown in the in the game at Lambeau. I mean, they just blitzed uh, that poor Skyler Thompson. They, you know, they, they beat him like a drum. And Elijah Moore just decided, you know what's going to make everything better? I'm going to make this all about me.
1: Get me out of here. you a bunch of losers.
2: Yeah, yeah. I saw those stories, and, and I'll tell you what. He appropriately did not have many uh, people supporting him in this. Yeah. Pretty pretty yeah. universal, the, the, the backlash the room, against kid. this. Yeah, yeah. Crying as your team is winning because you're not scoring, you know, and people correctly. So, rightfully so, or are saying you sat through that season of the Jets last year, but you were happy because, you, what, you scored a garbage-time touchdown?
1: Getting my numbers, baby. It's about me.
2: You know, so, uh, yeah, Elijah Moore, worst of the week.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to point it out, because it's just just because it's part of the trend of uh, wide receiver drama oh, and, and crying and begging to get off teams. It, it, it's It's crazy. crazy. exploded in the last few weeks everybody seems to want to get off their team it's Mm -hmm. it's wild
2: yeah makes no sense what because you had a couple of a couple of games uh, I think he's third on the team in targets
1: I need to be number one
2: come on I'm a star well that's also a team that's got Garrett Wilson now
1: he ain't nothing
2: (laughs) it's all about me Right. Well, it's funny because the the two games where they hardly threw the ball your way, uh, your team won. Okay, just saying, don't matter. <sighs> so the Jets the Jets seem content to just sit his ass down and, and let him rot.
1: Hmm. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. So I I don't know. I don't. I, I, the the situation there. If I'm a receiver and you know yeah. I'm not getting my numbers, but we're just Shocking the world and uh, putting ourselves in in position to be uh, in the dogfight for a playoff spot all year. Yeah. Like, what, what do you want? <laughs> uh, well, I I, the
2: best the best Twitter comment I saw about it says like basically if you read between the lines here, Zach Wilson must have banged his mom.
1: Oh, well, I, I don't know how, how old is his mom. I don't know if uh, if she qualifies. <laughs> hey, hey!
2: <laughs> was it thirty five? No. I'm <laughs> I don't know. Yeah,
1: I had no idea, no idea. All right. Um, so the uh, smartest of the week puts me back on the uh, on the spotlight. My smartest. That's right. My smartest of week six. Bailey Zappy, uh, I guess, over Mac Jones, uh, at least against the Browns' coverage. I don't know. Like he just sliced up the Cleveland Browns, and so simply because all the crap that uh, that I talk specifically. Uh, about uh, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge trying to run the New England Patriots offense, and
2: mm-hmm. it, it
1: looked really ugly to start the season. But I, was was Bailey Zappi the answer the whole time? Because he's looked pretty decent. He goes over three hundred yards against yeah. the Cleveland Browns, and the uh, the Patriots destroy the the Browns. They, that's their second week in a row of a, of a blowout victory. And I would have never guessed out of that offense uh, a few weeks ago, but there it is. Uh, Miles Garrett actually uh, commented after the game and basically said, "Bailey Zappy coming out throwing was not what we planned for. We we didn't see that coming <laughs> at all."
2: Uh, like, I'll tell you what, kid can throw. I I don't know anything about Bailey's Zappy, but <laughs> I'll tell you what: when you just watch the the game, you watch the game film, you watch the highlights. He, he can stand in there and he can sling it. I mean, he he can make the throws. There, this is not a a, a weak-armed kid and he's throwing it with the zip and he goes over 300 yards and yeah that's uh what 76 points in the last two weeks. Oof. And uh uh your smartest of the week is also my smartest. <laughs> really? Cuz all I've got <laughs> written down here is the goat coach keeps goating it up. <laughs> you, you think about it like for Bill Belichick he is now just sitting on easy street because he could just bury Bailey Zappi, go back to Mac Jones. And now he's got himself another Jimmy G, right? Or he's got himself a, a an asset that somebody got to is going to fire
1: under Mac for. Jones ass now too.
2: Right. Or does the same thing in reverse with Mac Jones. So, man, you know, I I don't think the Patriots are going to be there at the end, but they just, they just always kind of find a way. I, I don't think they're very good overall, but last year they started slow and they got better. I mean, they even were in first place, you know, for a, a hot minute um, until the Bills said, no, nah, this shit ends now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know, give it to them. They they started off terrible. They're three and three, and it's been the the Bailey Zappy show. They they, they damn near almost won that game in Green Bay, um, yeah. you know. So hey, good for them. But yeah, I'm giving this one to, to the goat coach. They're figuring <laughs> this out.
1: I guess when you say smart, you look at the Patriots. They're almost the default every week, um, right? And, yeah, I mean, New they're New- the
2: evil geniuses, right? I mean of of the league.
1: We don't know what they were taping. We don't know what kind of advanced scouting they were getting, but uh, we don't have any evidence otherwise, so we got to assume they're on the up and up now. Uh, yeah, they were going to just run the ball based on the prior two weeks before Right. least Zappi decided to to be a thing. Um, so, yeah, when you look at the coaching uh, matchup and you see Kevin Safansky versus Bill Belichick, that that should have been a tip-off, <laughs> I guess, we uh, that we, we should have known. Um, we both picked the Patriots. Um, but we should have both locked it up, I guess. But yeah, that was uh, that was a mismatch and that was ugly from the get go. So we both had uh, the the coach coaches the smartest. I, I guess that certainly worked out for them.
2: Yeah, uh, the so, Patriots uh, the Patriots passing attack. Uh, boy, I mean, if you go by the uh, you go by the grades, you go by like the PFF grades and stuff. The uh, last two games. Uh, their their passing grades have gone from very mediocre, you know, fifties, 60s, into the seventies and eighties. Yeah, these last two games. Um, so maybe they're onto something here.
1: Well, if they are, they're, a fourth
2: they're, round pick.
1: They're they're extinguishing the fire if they really are onto something because I think it's going to be Mac Jones back under center this week. So so well, like I right. said, that that might be the thing that sort of lights him up and makes him uh, step That's, his game up. Cause
2: that is entirely everyone, possible as well.
1: Everyone was praising Mac Jones last year for showing just the slightest bit of, of you know, uh, potential and competency. Um, and, boy, uh, this, this Bailey's happy kid, he really shows something. So, Mac Jones, you, you better step it up. You better watch it, pal. Well, that
2: brings us to the stupidest of the week.
1: All right, let's see if we'll have the same dumbest of the week since we had the same smartest. Oh. So, the the Cincinnati run defense, the Bengals could not handle the Saints at all. That game was definitely going the Saints' way. They knew the Saints I, would be running the ball. <laughs> you, you definitely are aware of it. Uh, uh, that's that
2: was one of my two blown games. You know, nah. One of the two where I actually had the, the, the comeback. So, uh. <laughs>
1: So they knew the Saints were going to be running because they're missing all their top three wide receivers. Chris Olavi declared inactive before the game. Uh, they get a practice squad guy uh, rushing for a touchdown, Rashid Shaheed, uh, yeah. on an end-around. Um, they get a tremendous effort by the New Orleans front seven to terrorize Joe Burrow is what you got to do. Uh, Dallas Allen didn't want to wear out his squad by blitzing every down. He really took his time and picked his spots and waited until he needed to dial it up and keep Cincinnati from coming all the way back, and everything is looking perfectly fine for the New Orleans Saints to get a big victory. And then Jamar Chase goes 60 yards on a normal hitch route. He just sheds his guy, and there's nobody left. You want to cover him? You might want to – that guy is kind of good. Like, especially in that building, especially with that quarterback, there's kind of a history there. That quarterback kind of wore the guy's jersey, the, the receiver's jersey, into the stadium as tribute to what they did uh, in college in that particular stadium. And, oh, you might want to look out for him. He, he's he's kind of good at football. Uh, the Saints did everything they had to do until the very end, so that defense is going to get my dumbest, because how do you forget to guard Jamar Chase?
2: Yeah, and then yeah, after that the the floodgates opened up and Chase just went off. Yeah, that was uh, that was the
1: second of the game. To now the game winner.
2: Yeah, later. he had he. I mean, he had himself a hell of a game. And uh, the Saints, yeah, uh, that Saints' great defense. They they blew it.
1: Yeah, you, you, they were doing a good
2: job too. They, they were. Oops. Uh, I talked about it on the last show. Um, my stupidest of the week. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, Bears, Bears. Uh uh how, how do you get first and goal two for the first two drives of the game you get first and goal and get zero points Stop it. Stop it. against a team that's not gonna score a lot of points they lost that game twelve to seven. It was an awful football game, and you're that early in the game and Justin Fields throws a pick at the end of the first drive in a goal to go situation and then a turnover on downs because they clearly lost their shit because they had the turnover on the first one. And, and again, this coaching, first of all, can you remember a season where you've seen more like goal to go picks than this (laughs) season?
1: It it does seem like an epidemic.
2: it, It is an epidemic. Um, and then and then just yeah, and then they just you know what, I understand you are in the moment, you're at home, you've got a you're like, Oh man, they stopped us again. Well well damn it, we're gonna we're gonna go for it and then you get stopped again. And you basically start the game out where you've got all the momentum, you can set the tempo and they don't even get a three out of that. Where they you know it, Uh, I understand the first one. You're going for it. You're being aggressive. okay, somebody picked it off. The second time, you get two-fourths down, take the points. And then you lose by five. So not not the brightest. um, But, yeah, definitely giving it to the Bears. And then they had another uh, goal to go later in the game. They didn't score on that either. So the Bears actually (laughs) had three goal-to-goal, situations in that game against the uh Washington Washingtons. I almost said it. I um,
0: nope.
2: almost, almost had almost had to put the money in the jar <laughs> and uh <laughs> and they get zero points. The first two were egregious. The third one was you know, they needed seven at that point, but still three goal to go situations in the game and you get zip.
1: Yeah, that's that's really bad. <laughs> I, I'm so glad I never saw the first two situations because I was out to dinner once. uh, You you mentioned
2: that otherwise you you might have had an award for that. (laughs) Especially being a Uh, fan of that team.
1: I I managed to give the the Bears an award anyway. I gave them my letdown. I'm a, I'm a Bears fan. You have to be let down if you're a Bears fan watching that team uh, get a Thursday night showcase game and put up a a seven um, and lose to get, how do you lose to a, I got a whole nother angle. How do you lose a game to a quarterback with a broken finger?
2: Yeah. On his throwing hand, even
1: dude had a broken finger on his throwing hand and beat you anyway.
2: How the hell do you lose that? And he didn't Uh, look good. I mean, how many yards did Carson Wentz throw for in that game?
1: 99.
2: That's Uh, awful.
1: Yeah, that is, that's terrible. Um, I guess you lose it by having three goal to goal situations and coming with zero points. Um, I guess you lose it by muffing a punt to them, uh, to put them in scoring position, uh for them to take the lead. Um, and then I guess you lose it by bobbling the winning score because after all of that, they threw the winning touchdown pass, except the receiver decided to bobble the ball until they could safely be outside the end zone to make yeah. sure that they don't win that game. That that smells a little like I should be looking for a. Another referee with, with some money in his pockets.
0: So, yeah.
1: it's, uh, the big letdown uh, all around for them. It's... <laughs> like you're right well, there at the goal line and you have the ball in your hands,
2: <laughs> and you. Oh. Well, you. I'll let you let do. You do. I'll let you do your surprise of the week, and then I'll get my surprise and, and let down out of the way.
1: Okay. My surprise, I was I was wondering if we were going to have the same surprise of the week. Uh, oh. Because this one, uh, I think we probably should have the same surprise. Uh, the weight, uh, you talked about the terrible numbers of Maddie Ice last week, and then yeah, 42 of 58 for 389 and three oh. touchdowns including the game-winning dime to Alec Pierce. Ah, who needs yeah. that Taylor guy? He's nothing. Who needs him? Uh, they come from the, the Colts come from behind and catch the Jaguars uh, in a wild back-and-forth battle, uh, and they do it behind Matt Ryan having just the game of his life. Like, where does that come from? That was, that, that, that's definitely the yep. biggest surprise for me, and, so, and no sacks.
2: <laughs> it wasn't the surprise for me. It was the oh. what the fuck. Lay it on okay. me. <laughs> there it is. Here's what my note says about my what the fuck. Matt Ryan pulls a Ponce de Leon.
1: Oh. Part of you. Like it's twenty sixteen. <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah.
2: I, I had just crapped all over Matt Ryan because mm-hmm. the dude led the league in picks sacks and fumbles.
1: (laughs) No sacks. No No Uh, sacks. No picks. No
2: picks. And I'm pretty sure no fumbles. How
1: about it? He played
2: his best game probably since his his MVP season.
1: (laughs) Which is why I just knew it would be your surprise. But What the fuck works, too?
2: No, that was my what the fuck. No, my my surprise of the week, I'm giving it to two teams. I'm giving it to the to the and the Giants. I guess you could put in this too, but you're, you've got some teams that are play clearly playing at their ceiling, right? Oh yeah, but they're all but they're all surprising, and I'm giving it to the Giants, the Jets, and the Falcons. Sure. That is clearly the surprise to me. I expected Atlanta to just after they gagged up that game against the Saints. I expected them to go in the tank and here they are the 6 the 6-0 six auto cover team. <laughs> not 6-0 winning, but 6-0 against the spread. You've won a lot, they did it again. Um they blow the doors. I mean just made Jimmy G look silly. And you know, and that's not a very good defense in Atlanta, but Jimmy G has those games. I mean, we know that he just he can do that. Um the Jets, uh, you know what they've done, and then you got the Giants. I it's, it's crazy because I don't particularly see the Colts. I don't think any of those teams are good. <laughs> I don't either. And it, you know, I mean, it, I mean, if we were playing some real and fake, it's fake, 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 fake. <laughs> but it's six. You know, and again, we could get to December first, and these teams are right. exact they are who we thought they were. But right. so far, that's my surprise.
1: Yeah, the the auto cover Falcons. How about them?
2: The auto cover, that's our new nickname for (laughs) him. Auto cover Atlanta.
1: Yeah. The auto Uh, cover, they Uh, they ran right down their throats, the the 49ers. And
2: and, and you know what? That offense has gotten better without Cordero Patterson.
1: Yeah, I I guess Art Smith knows how to run an offense uh, where you hide your quarterback and just run the ball, huh?
2: Yeah, he's used to this. Um,
1: Yeah, (laughs) very
2: familiar. And Marcus Mariota goes 13 for 14 in the game and just crazy efficiency. But let's, uh, this is going to, this is what you think about with those three, right? You've got Arthur Smith and Robert Sala and and Brian Dable. These, these seem like some of these like up and coming type coaches, right? Yep. And then you think about the coaches that are doing like the, the coaches that are really getting hurt right now, or it seems like they just don't know what they're doing. It's all these, the genius coaches. It's, it's McVay. It's uh, boy wonder, except <laughs> Kingsbury up until last night, which was just a clusterfuck of a game. Um, but and your favorite Hackett? The, uh, oh, Nathaniel Hackett. No, it's the geniuses. It's the ge- no, the geniuses aren't looking so genius so far this year. And, and then you've got you know these kind of quiet under the radar hires, and you know Arthur Smith and Brian Dable and Robert Foster. It's it, you can clearly see if we like put this out two or three more years. I think all three of those guys probably still have jobs.
1: And but well, what about the others? You're saying, not uh, so
2: sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we know you 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 think Hackett's getting. Left I think Nathaniel English. Hackett's fired, fired
2: after next week.
1: <laughs> You're on record. Because
2: next week they I think they're in London and they're playing the Jags, and I don't expect them to fly home. <laughs>
1: Uh, without any evidence, I think what we're seeing in those other situations with teams that we say, no, they're not that good, but they're obviously playing above their head. I, I guess you're, that that's where the, the program can come in. That's where the culture change can come and yep. the coach can make a difference uh, early in the season where he can take these young guys and get them all hyped up and have them playing out of their minds. Now, will they be playing that way in December? Of course, that's the big question. Uh, so we yeah. don't necessarily think they will, but right now it's still sort of early. They've still got that that youth and that energy. Uh, the, the car crash of the season hasn't beat them down quite yet, uh, <laughs> but uh, get back to me in week 12.
2: Right. But what that is, though, especially for the newer head, because it's a sign of progress. That's what you want to see. Absolutely. You want to see these teams that were lottery teams, basically, you know, for lack of a better term, improving. And 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 getting better, and you know, and the 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 I think the Giants are the biggest fraud out of those three because Atlanta's just three <laughs> and three. Um, Yet yeah, nothing the giant. The Giants do one thing well. That's it. They run the football. That is the only thing that team does well. I'll talk about that when we pick that game. Um, MVP, my letdown is the league, I, I got to give it to the Ravens. Man, they, they, they just keep. You know, you can play their song if you like. But oh man, man. the Ravens, yeah.
1: man, and then poor Lamar. They this blow another. lead. contract year started out so lead. well.
2: They blew another lead. This is here yeah. you go. Letdown of the week also goes into this crazy. This is just a crazy. This is a mind-boggling stat. The Ravens have lost three games, right? Hmm. In all three of those games combined, they've trailed for two minutes and eight seconds. <laughs>
1: um, including that last second of the game, which is the time that you don't want to be trailing.
2: Right. They, have, they, they lost the lead against the Giants. It was at 146 to go. They lost the lead. And then they also lost to uh, Buffalo and then they uh, had the big one where they blew it against Miami. One of those games was with 19 seconds left to go, and the other one was with three seconds left to go. So the Ravens, in their three losses, trailed for total the whole game, 180 minutes of football. They trailed for two minutes and eight seconds, and they got three L's out of that. I
1: believe I saw um, another stat where I I think that's the first team in history to have – three of their first six games be L's, but they had a double digit lead in each of those three in each of those three losses.
2: Man. That's what that's we call it. Uh, that's what we call a reverse Mahomes. <laughs> right. Remember yeah, uh, when we used to talk, remember, was it not that long ago, two, three seasons ago, maybe, you know, when, when we used to talk about the Ravens and and like, if they, they get up by 10 on you, they just don't lose.
1: Yeah, they just know so how to run the ball the and best, put you away.
2: It's right that is the best front-running team in football because then they've got the defense and they can just pin their ears back and then they can play keep away and you cannot come back on the Ravens. And and now that's all you can do.
1: Uh, you said the key word there's is, is defense. I think that plays a huge part of it, of it. Yeah, but that that's not all of it. it. It's Lamar as well. He's reverting back to the old Lamar. He uh, that's sort of my letdown. Uh, as well, along with the Bears, that Lamar fumbles trying to make the game-winning drive. He uh, That was awful uh, after, after an awful uh, interception where he dropped the snap, picked it up, rolled out, and thought it was a good idea to throw the ball up in the air. Like, <laughs> dude, what are you doing? <sighs>
2: uh,
1: they could be 6-0. Yeah. They really could.
2: They could uh, be 6-0. And, and you think about the, the Giants, right? I mean, the Giants, yeah. are, they're like the Colts to me. <laughs> They are showing up to these games with a mask and a gun. <laughs> they are stealing some wins.
1: Ravens outgained them four hundred six to two
2: thirty
1: eight. Oh, and lost that game. That, I'd so be crying. Bad.
2: They are their metrics are so bad. They're bottom five of the league overall, except for one thing. One thing. Well, that's but they're just not good. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, the Giants!" No. No, please stop.
1: You know what else they are? They're five and one. New York They're Five and
2: Saturday. one. Five and one. They, they they still might end up seven and ten for all you know.
1: <laughs> but good for them. Yeah, Kayvon Thibodeau making the the last trip. Uh, he's in tears, uh, crying after the. I'd, I'd be crying too if I were on the Giants winning games like that. That was that. That's a stressful way to go, man. To be the the, uh, the worst team on the field consistently and still be getting wins. That's that's got to be stressful. Um,
2: do you uh do you have anybody who's struggling? Whew. Your uh
1: your your guy up there in Wisconsin is struggling. I know that much. Mm. Um, how how do you get bulldozed at home by the Jets? Struggling. Um, uh, you know they uh he, the the very first throw of the game. You remember it? He got so lucky. Rogers did. Uh, the, the tip of the ball happened to scrape the ground before. Uh, yeah, Sonion that should have been, well, yeah, air. that
2: was a, that was a weird one, because, yeah, that, be that
1: yeah,
2: that, that, that was, uh, very close <laughs> to being one, one awful start to the game, I, yeah, that, it's funny, because, uh, you can play Joe again, because we are we're, we're, we're agreeing on this one,
0: I'm struggling, uh,
2: uh, I wrote here, not a good time to be a future Hofer, um, <laughs> And that goes – and I've got Aaron uh, uh, Rodgers, Russ, and the GOAT.
0: Mm. It wasn't a good time mm. to be
2: a future Hall of Famer oh. this last Tom. week. Oh, Tommy. Tommy. Oh, my God. Uh, or Broncos country, let's ride, or or, or Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. It's not a good time to be a future Hofer. Uh, and sometimes – hey, how many times have we seen this? We see it in all sports where sometimes it just it just ends. It, 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 get outplayed it, it, by
1: Mitch Trubisky end? Like, when really? it goes
2: bad, it just goes... Oof. It's over, right? Mm, mm. It was, remember we were talking about the Tigers when they had their run?
1: And then it was just over.
2: And it was just over. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there, was, there was Nobody made an announcement that they're suddenly just going to be one of the worst teams <laughs> in baseball. And, and right now, it's not looking good for those. And they've all got their different issues, you know. Um, but
1: yeah, going to yeah, a I wedding know, the night Rogers, before Rogers your, your, your meetings and stuff, yeah.
2: And yeah, Rogers has started picking up on this thing, and I don't know if you're catching on to it, but he's they get behind a little bit even, or it's close, and he just starts launching. hmm and, no, and I know he's doing it because he was used to those guys in the past probably going and, and getting those, or getting a PI call, or, or or doing a back shoulder thing, or just something good happening because he just had the better talent. But it's not working. He was doing, he did it even last year. He did it in that NFC Championship game. It's like the the panic throws from Aaron Rodgers, or like the just get me off the field throws. I don't know what they are. Well, I, but, I think uh, it goes back to uh, the way that good. he
1: that he, he put together all these double digit winning seasons where he was so careful to not make those throws where he was, he knew uh, where Devonte Adams was going to be, but also where all the other guys are going to be. And he knew yeah. that if he didn't have the play, just get rid of it and don't throw it up for grabs because you're going to have another chance because you have such talented players on the field. And you, he doesn't have that talent right now. So he's, no, that, now he's that's got what to happens force
2: it a little bit more. Yeah.
1: So he, he has the forces. So that, well, that's, what it, that's what it looks like.
2: Or you've got Russ. I was going to bring up Russ. Who's struggling because uh, mm-hmm. they're starting to put together entire like photo montages of of Russ just missing wide open dudes.
1: It's been like that the whole season.
2: Really bad. Ugly. Yeah, and uh, you know, and, and Tommy, he's he's going through a divorce. I mean, <laughs>
1: come on. So
2: well, that means football. you blow off
1: team meetings and you and you he, lose the yeah. Trubisky.
2: You go to Bob Robert Kraft's wedding. Um, you cooked
1: out your O line.
2: Yeah, hmm. and uh, you know, and they're all showing the they're all showing the age in different ways, and uh, it, it's just not looking really good right now. For I specifically highlighted those three yeah. all coming off of uh, a loss again.
1: Yeah, it's it's bad. It's really bad for all. Uh, well, all three of those, uh, you know, Brady was sort of picking his way through and finding his way to, to a couple of wins, but yeah, last sure. week it falls apart. Um, the numbers falls look, apart. The numbers look terrible for, for Brady. Um, well, the, for all three of them, their numbers are, are down from where they usually are, but for Brady, they're really down. Um, and as far as Rodgers goes, that game was a disaster because like I, like I said, the start of it with that very first throw, that should have been a pick six. And he might have pulled out a handgun if that's how the game started. Cause he was he's, yep. he's right on the edge, man. And, you know, and no it, juice after that. Uh, special teams, again, just, a nightmare for Green Bay. Oh, my
2: God. So they, they go and they get this uh, guy, Desacha, like this He's the special teams guru, right? They go and that's get right. him from, from, the, from Vegas. And they have Rich the worst Versace. graded. They have the worst graded special teams in the
1: league. Oh, again?
2: You, oh, again?
1: No. Oh, yeah. how can that be?
2: They're bad. It hasn't been as glaring, <laughs> but yeah, they're bad. It was last week. They're bad. All they need it to doesn't... do now is sign Matt Amendola, and that'd be like <laughs> Chef's <laughs> Kiss.
1: <laughs> He's out there. If you
2: want him? Get <laughs> him.
1: <laughs> It's available. <laughs> uh, uh
2: so yeah, you uh, you had
1: fucked the Broncos all over the podcast last week uh, as you, made you, know, your, what? They, your, your you know what pick. they
2: gave they they turned me around and gave it right yep. to me because they screwed yep. me.
1: Fuck you right back, yeah. Uh, yeah, because they regret. of
2: course they they sneak under the number, but they lose.
1: They, they do, but they but they cover. Yep. They found a way. They you... get it. Somebody named Greg Dolchich who just
2: yeah, decided comes, to show up. He comes back uh, right off of IR or something right. shows up and just goes insane. It's like, oh, uh, of course.
1: Running free. Of course. But, you nobody know,
2: covering him. But, you know, Justin Herbert, he's the better of the two. When you think about it, we talk about like the declining guys like Russ and Rogers and, and, and Brady, and what do we talk about in the positive way on this show? Mahomes, Hertz, Herbert, it's it's changing, and it's changing right before our eyes. Changing the guard, it is. It it really is the changing of the guard. The only one of those guys who who pulled anything out of his ass was Matt Ryan, and that was so mind boggling to us, we had to give it an award.
1: Uh, Don't count on that. In the future, uh, necessarily, it, it was uh, it was a one-time thing. It may not be something you can build on. But we're no, we're you guessing know,
2: sometimes. Yeah, uh, y yeah. So, you, you know, you'd, it's like these people before they die and they start remembering their youth. I think that was what Matt Ryan did. <laughs> oh wow, uh,
1: Maddie, uh, you didn't know you were about to die, but Jay just
2: declared it. So he, yeah, get,
1: get your will he's, in order.
2: He, he's sundowning or something.
1: Oh, oh man. <laughs> Uh, so the Clippers fight back and, and get that win. They they shouldn't have won that game just because their kicker blew out his hammy and was just Ugh. gutting through it and, and falling down yeah. after every kick. Dustin Hopkins, um, that's that's a recipe for for an L right there. But how about how bad does that make Amendola look? This guy blew his hammy out and he's still a better kicker than your ass. How bad is that? Uh,
2: you know, I went back. I went back and I was listening to last week's show, because I go back and I always listen to the shows as I'm getting ready for the next show, and I still can't believe that we had that last week with that Matt Amendola thing. <laughs> that still blows me. I, I was in my car driving to work, and I was still laughing about it.
1: <laughs> I was laughing, too, at my desk.
2: <laughs> that is just, just so crazy. That So this week we were a little bit, uh, we had a few of the same, um, but nothing like last week. Last week was crazy. Uh I, think did we talk about every game no we didn't talk about the vikings uh you're locked just what they were supposed to do
1: yeah that was more that the the dolphins
2: uh, they they tried to lose but they hung (laughs) up
1: yeah yeah that that was more the dolphins just can't keep a quarterback on the on the field and uh All their quarterbacks that aren't Tua just are are, are cut below. They're, they're just not the same. Tua's supposed to come back this week, so we'll, we'll see how that works out uh, Sunday night.
2: But I, we'll also, I'm also going to give it to the Vikings because that's to me a typical spot for them, a dome team, to go down to Florida, play out on. You know, it, that to me is a perfect spot for them to go and lose a game like that. So, hey, good for the Vikings. You had them win in the divisions. Right now, you look like the genius.
1: Well, there's a lot of a lot of time to go. There's uh, yeah, that's a five in and one. Now.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's that's a better five and one than the Giants five and one. But that's still the Vikings <laughs> haven't been like the most impressive team. I you know, no, but it's no, better. No, they, they,
1: well, they they they're like the Dolphins. They started out with their new uh, regime and their new uh, uh, offense, and they looked really really good uh, yeah. it, to open the season, and then sort of adjusted back. Uh, so it was, now it's up to them to sort of make the adjustment to the adjustment. Um, they uh, the Vikings produced ten three and outs in that game. That's why I wasn't really hyping them up so much. Wow. Cause they uh, in between their touchdowns uh, in Miami, they still uh, are not smooth yeah. at all. Uh, they just have to be playing a team that can't keep a quarterback on the field and had a, a bad fumble by Jalen Waddle as well. So uh, I, I got away with that one. I think I, I think I got a little lucky on that lock. Uh, but I'll take it's okay because it anyway.
2: I can't get a lock right to save my life. Yeah. So um, I mean, it's fine. It's all one point. It doesn't matter if you beat me by 12 or if you beat right. me by one. It's all just one point. So I'm just like, okay, um, I can still That's come true. back. Things could turn the other way. We, we've seen you have some, some really bad luck and runs with locks in the past. So
1: and That very well may be coming.
2: I just need that um, to start, like, now. Uh, Rams got over the Panthers. The Panthers hung in there. I had that <laughs> on the – they had that cover. For so long, they had that cover through three quarters. And it just couldn't hang on. But
1: yeah, that. But
2: they're really how, how, bad. Yeah, how much just, more? They're in quit mode. They're quit. They quit.
1: But how much more in turmoil do you need a team to be? Like they're they got the coaching sweep out of there. They get yeah. now Robbie Anderson in that game doesn't. Uh, he doesn't walk off like uh, Antonio Brown. He didn't rip yeah. his shirt off and, and say peace to everybody, but he, instead he's thrown off the sideline basically by uh, Coach Steve Wills because uh, Anderson got in the face of the wide receivers coach, and now, of course, he's been yeah. uh, traded, and uh, we saw him uh, last night. He didn't do anything, but he was on the field for, for the and now, for the And now
2: Christian McCaffrey has gone too, so that that's just tank. It's, yeah. it's tank season now. So
1: Absolutely. Um, it's over. I they want to briefly pat myself on the back on that i make i do make a score pick for every game i don't publicize it because i don't feel that confident in them um but i did want to say that one i nailed 24 10 rams i got the very rare that i get the exact score right so that one i did but like like i said if i made them all public and put them all out there then i could really pump myself up but i I, no one knows that i could be lying about it but i'm not but uh so i'm not going to go on and on but <laughs>
2: the reason that you're patting yourself on the back means all the other ones are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, right. Um uh, then that, that, to... that shootout, that shootout in Seattle didn't quite materialize.
1: You wanted uh, to that hammer that game. over. Uh, oh my ooh.
2: God. 28. Well, in the, the Cardinals. And then last night they put up 42. Of course. <laughs> well, um, course. well, of course, Andy Dalton, you know, what was the stat? Oh. He threw five touchdowns in that game.
1: Um, Two of them were three to his so own good. team
2: and two to the other team. <laughs> and the Eagles uh, did what the Eagles should have done. They handled the Cowboys. So good job, Cooper Rush. You are now going to the bench.
1: Yes, um, there's a kid that's trying to do something for the Seahawks in the defensive backfield, uh, Tariq Woolen, the rookie with a fourth straight game with his INT in that uh, victory over uh, Arizona. So. That that awful D, someone's actually developing for him, so that's something to to keep an eye on for them. Um, But nothing's more awful than that Cardinals offense, at least until last night. But again, that wasn't all their
2: offense was. Was that Cardinals offense, or was that Andy Dalton melting down, throwing two pick sixes in the span of about a minute? Yes. Okay. That was one of those I lost that pick last night, and I'm still convinced I won that pick, because the Saints were the better team. (laughs)
1: Oh, uh, well, they they had the, the worst quarterback, so that that made all the difference. Man, um, and
2: Thursday night, Andy Dalton. How did I forget? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah it was, it was, it was been a while. Some of the
2: things was, that we have ever talked about on this show were Andy Dalton, Bengals, Thursday night performances. And there I was picking them. I deserved that.
1: that was back in the Cincinnati days. so It's been a minute yeah. for that. Man, that's um, why I
2: forgot. And then, of yeah, course, right. that's why, you know, you're sending me a text. And I was like, yep, the PTSD just kicked in.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: I remember now. Oh, I remember wow. now. Yeah. <laughs> hang on while uh, I go hang myself.
1: Uh, and one more thing about the uh, Seahawks-Cardinals game from Sunday. One more time, Danielle. To the game, 71. That's the second different team this season that had Matt Amendola as their kicker, so therefore decided to keep going for it on fourth down rather than trust their kicker. <laughs> okay. They had let like me ask you three different times where they had field goal range and said, no, nope, yeah. we're going for it. Why is he on your team? Let me ask
2: if you, you, a question you don't trust it... him at
1: all, why is he there?
2: <laughs> and he missed an extra point in that game too. <laughs> um, why have a kicker? Well, they mixed, that, so the last that night, you're better off just going for everything and going for two every time you score a touchdown. Why have a why have a field goal kicker if the guy's that shit?
1: Well, last night they show up and say, you know what? We think we should do something else. And there's the former Colt Rodrigo Blankenship. Rodrigo Blankenship,
2: Blankenship. banging up.
1: You could have called on him last week. You could have called just on him the week before. Him. I don't know what what you were waiting for. Yeah, I, I, don't, oh. I don't know what Amendola was showing you, but yeah. I did not understand it at all. Okay, I think we're finally finished with, uh, with that yeah. recap. We I had about three or four what the fucks last week, so I had to use uh, Danielle one more time there.
2: Ah, I've got this form that I use now, and I've actually got it so that I have them all in one spreadsheet now. So I actually have, since week five, I've been keeping track of all of my awards, and I'll just, that way I can save up the whole season. Um, yeah. But that because I do it that way, that means that I've actually got, you know, like, A column, so it's really easy for me. So I've been trying to keep it to one of each.
1: Organization, what a concept! I should try that. Yeah,
2: usually I'm not the organized one. I'm not the one with notes usually. Something's changed this year, and I'm, you know, I'm still losing. It's
1: early. Again, we 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 got a ways to go. We're not even halfway done. A long way
2: to go, and a crazy uh, new scoring system for the playoffs once we get there. And yeah, it's all different now.
1: Hey, change is good sometimes. All right, ready for week seven? Sure. (laughs) Don't sound so excited. Uh, Jay will try to get over the uh, opening loss for week seven from last night's crazy-ass game, and I will try to keep the momentum going, and we will do that in a couple of minutes after I tell you where you can listen to our show. You are listening live to In Much Less Detail, the podcast. Not on the radio, but only here on the website, blogtalkradio.com slash in much less detail to be notified when we're live you can follow the show on the blog talk radio website or you can follow my twitter feed at imlddre when I tweet out when we're live before every show Jason's on twitter too his feed is at imldjtg our show is available as a podcast where you can get the live show and a special vip after show To listen to the show as a podcast about an hour or so after the live show is over, come back to the show page and go through our archives or subscribe on iTunes or any number of different podcasting apps, including Player.fm, Mixcloud, Blueberry, and the TuneIn Radio app. You'll get the whole show, the live show and the after show, downloaded straight to you. You can always send us a question or comment or shout out via email to the following email address. In much less detail at gmail.com. You can follow all of our picks on our blog. The website for the blog is inmuchlessdetail.blogspot.com. Our Thursday night picks will be available Thursday afternoon on our Twitter feeds. Again, that's at imlddray and at imldjtg. This copyrighted broadcast is a production of J&Me and, and is solely performed for our entertainment as well as for any poor soul who happens to be listening. It is intended to be a football pick show for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, retransmission, or any other use of the descriptions and accounts of this podcast without the express written consent of Jay or me is strictly prohibited. So know, as we said. yep.
2: I was going to say, you know, I've never commented on the music that you play during that portion. Uh And it reminds me of the the music that you hear in in training videos, like about proper lifting technique. You know, (laughs) when you're lifting, make sure that you bend with your knees. Consult your supervisor if you have any questions. And that music would be playing in the background because it would be like everybody would be from the 80s and have mullets and, and big poofy hair. That's uh interesting. I- I've never paid attention to the music during that part of the sh- the, the segment because usually I'll have me do- off doing other things. And today I'm just sitting here reading stuff on my phone, and I hear that music, and I'm like, man, this is taking me back to like old HR videos.
1: Um, I don't know how the seventies uh, funk group that made that song feels about that necessarily, but, at least you know <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, but so so there's that uh week seven uh, as we were talking about before, t- sort of a tough, tough week on paper, like tough watching tough game, 'cause uh, there's so many good to great teams that yeah. are not playing we got the the week seven by is really full of superstars, the bills yeah all the, the Rams, teams are the not Vikings, playing this week Bills, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Eagles are all off this week, so yeah that's uh, like as 20 result, wins right. So that, that leaves a week where there is literally one game on the entire schedule in which there are two team, both teams have winning records. One whole game. So, good luck to
2: And one of those teams to... is a complete fraud, by the way. Um, <laughs> just saying. Uh, so you're saying I picked? You're saying I picked a good week to go out of town?
1: Um. Well. <laughs> Uh, you you didn't. You didn't have to watch. You wouldn't have to watch if you were at home. Uh, I'll be watching anyway because I'm a football fan. If I was it, home
2: on Sunday, I'd still be watching. Even even this shit's yeah. late, I'd still yep.
1: watch it. I'm going to be watching too. That's how big of a fans we are. All right, let's. Uh, good luck to all of us trying to figure this out and pick these games, and we we pick them all, folks. So I'll tell you right up. Whatever before we even get started, we pick them all. Let's get started with the. Uh, Battle of the Thanksgiving traditionalists: the Lions and the Cowboys uh, playing each other down in Dallas, uh, and not on Thanksgiving. Lions are one and four. Cowboys are four and two. Uh, one return that is looks like it's definite is Dak. Dak back. Dak, like time. Dak Prescott. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is back at quarterback for the Cowboys. All it took was one terrible Cooper Rush game for him to be healed <laughs> up and ready to go.
2: Wait a minute, I feel well, better.
1: and the coaches were ready for him to come back after that that's for sure um and the other comeback this is part of the friday situation where we got some guys that we don't quite know if they're going to be back because everything is questionable and there's uh, not a lot of clarity yet deandre swift might return for the lions um, at running back uh, from his shoulder injury detroit coming off the bye last week are still big underdogs they are plus seven at the cowboys
2: yeah, you know, it, it, it's definitely an, an interesting matchup. Um, the Lions, yeah, like you said, they get the bye up until they go out to New England and get goosed, They were the top scoring team in the NFL, you know, <laughs> and, now, and now they get
1: <laughs> going to zero. Just,
2: just, <laughs> yeah, just completely out of nowhere, just decide. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna just completely shit the bed. After we've been blowing people out and and having these really high scoring games and just back and forth, and now they get to go to Dallas, they're getting back back. We don't is it going to be rusty? What's that going to look like? I, I what was the, what was the number? Did you have that six and a half on there or? I got seven. Seven. Okay. So. That that actually works out because all your lines are usually half a point off of how I pick. So I'm always making sure that I know the line. sometimes that could change. one of these. I actually have a pick where I put check the line. Cause it will make <laughs> that big of an impact on me making the pick. I had the lions at six and a half. So I'll definitely take the lions at seven. Um, if they get the week off, they can definitely recuperate their offense is better than what we saw in new England. But that was the dome team going up to play on the grass. Not quite the same going down to Jerry World. I think they'll be able to move the ball. They pass block, run block pretty well. Um, just got to watch out for that that Cowboys pass rush that, that's you know second in the league, rated behind the Buffalo Bills. Uh, if that's just not relentless, and you know they've got the weapons, I think Detroit does to hang around in this game and maybe take advantage of a little bit of the a little bit of the rust. They can't run defend much either, so you'd think. That would lend itself with that coming back to say, hey, let's lean on, on Zeke and, and Pollard and let those guys just run the ball. By. I don't know if Mike McCarthy's actually smart enough to do that, <laughs> so I'm going to take the lions of the points here.
1: Uh, sort of similar um, reasoning behind uh, my pick. It's a real nice soft landing for Dak to come back and return against the Lions. Um, And the Cowboys should be uh, sufficiently embarrassed by the uh, Eagles outing and want to come back and uh, make everybody realize, hey, we're we're better than that. We're the Cowboys. But uh, Dallas and Kansas City, I'm a a little afraid for both of them coming off of such high profile, huge games last week in which they come up on the losing end. Obviously the Chiefs put forth a great effort, the Cowboys not so much. Um, But, yeah, I'm I'm just a little afraid of the the, sort of the mental aspect uh, of a a Mike McCarthy coach team. Will they be able to mentally bounce back from whatever the hell that was in Philadelphia uh, enough to cover a a spread against a a Lions team that obviously is feisty and likes to bite your ankles and has some fight in them and uh, should have some extra juice coming off the bye. So I will concur and and take the seven points and take the Lions, not necessarily to win.
2: And hopefully Dak's not letting any of that – Jerry Jones, uh, you know, maybe we should stick with Cooper Rush nonsense <laughs> and seep into his brain.
1: <laughs> but who knows? He, he I mean, I'm sort not Dak's biggest fan. That's ridiculous. That that is pretty dumb. Yeah. All right, from there, Giants Jaguars uh, is the line of the week that made me laugh out loud uh, because the Giants are five and one and should be everyone's darlings. Uh, two and zero oh on the road. And the Jaguars are a lowly two and four, one and one at home, and uh, looked really interesting and hot to start the year, but have fallen on hard times. Um, so again, wide receiver situations with the Giants: uh, Kadarius Tony, Kelly Gall- Galladay once again will not play. Uh, they've overcome that all year and, and just rode the, uh, the the running of Saquon Barkley. Um, but apparently, the betting public doesn't think that's going to go very well or last too long because the five and one giants are plus three at the two and four Jaguars.
2: Yeah. The, the, I think the people are doing the whole, like they're waiting for that clock to strike midnight with, with the giants. Cause it just keeps not happening. I look at the giants. I said this in the first hour, they only do one thing really well, right? They run the ball. That is, that is the only thing that the giants give them credit. Most of the time, when their offense is on the field, they've got the best player, (laughs) right? And as long as he's healthy, they've been running that guy and riding that to victory. Even when they have both quarterbacks out of the game and they can just go wildcat with Saquon Barkley, it's worked for them and they've been able to win. However, they're actually playing a good run defense this week. The Jags, top five run D, they Their defense has been solid. They've had some tackling issues in some of the games, uh, especially notably in that Houston game. But is that a one-game issue, and they were expecting to beat the hell out of that team, and they got fed some humble pie? That's more of what I think it would likely be. Um, if the Jags are able to slow down that Giants' running attack at all, Now it starts to become about other phases of the game. The Giants don't pass particularly well, and the Giants don't pass defend particularly well. And the Jags have surprisingly at least league average or a little bit better in their passing efficiency. I'm going to take the Jags here and not feel very good about it.
1: Well, that seems to be the the popular trend. I I couldn't believe they were actually favored against uh, the Giants with those with those two records. But yeah, that's what the people think of, of the G men, the, uh, the one, di- the one dimensional G men with, uh, Saquon Barkley. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. The Jaguars are tough against the run. Um, and the Giants are very, very mediocre trying to throw the football, no matter who's back there at quarterback, I guess Danny Dimes is limping around back there still for him. Uh, yeah uh, how long can the giants rely on saquon to do that i you know i don't want to wish ill will on him but how long is that going to keep up is he going he's been taking the team basically on his back um can he keep doing that um both new coaches uh, have their teams much better prepared than last year so that's uh refreshing to see for both of them but in the end um i guess i'm going to concur and say that the jaguars will it out at home they anyone that could shut out the great Matt Ryan after what he did last week must be a a great coach and a great team, right?
2: (laughs) They did. They did that, what, in week two?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to concur and and go with the Jags and give it a three. All right, from there, the Packers and the Commanders, uh, the Washington Washingtons, are two and four, and the Packers are three and three. And they're both uh, one and two, uh, Packers one and two on a row, Washington one and two at home. Uh, injury issues, Randall Cobb is down now with an ankle injury for the Packers as if their wide receivers haven't been struggling enough. Uh, but Sammy Watkins is trying to return from his hammy. That's another one of those situations. We don't know if he'll be out there or not, but he's going to try to be. For the Washington-Washingtons, the busted finger of Carson Wentz uh, was not enough to keep him from beating Chicago, but it's enough to keep him. Uh, off the field now because they actually he had to have surgery for it. So your your buddy, your favorite quarterback, Beer Man,
0: hey Beer Man, he's back
1: he's back at quarterback uh, for the Washington Washingtons, um, and he will be missing Deami Brown at wide receiver, and he might be missing Jahan Dotson, the rookie. He's got a hamstring situation. Um, so good luck, kid. Welcome uh, back into the starting lineup. Uh, Packers, despite all their struggles, are minus four and a half on the road at Washington.
2: Well, I, I'm definitely going to say when we go back and we look at the preseason predictions, you were way more right on the, you, you you had the Packers more right, and it's not so much because of their offense. Surprisingly, it's been because of their defense. Because that run defense is putrid. And I've been saying this, I'd say it, I'm not taking the Packers until they show they can stop the run. They didn't stop the run last week against uh, uh, Brees Hall. But I guess just one last time for old time's sake. (laughs) I'm taking the Packers here because looking at the Packers schedule, this might be the last time I take them for a month and a half. Um, Yeah, their their schedule. Oh God. After this at Bills, at Lions, Cowboys, Titans, Eagle, at Eagles. uh, Those could be five L's for the Packers. I think they understand what they are up against. And if they are going to get this turned around, this is pretty much their last shot. Because if they go to three and four, I don't see them going up to Orchard Park next week and beating the Bills. Just saying, I don't like to pick games two weeks in advance. Um,
1: Sounds like you just did.
2: But I don't see them going up there and handling the Bills. I mean, maybe they do. Maybe they they trade for somebody. I don't know. (laughs) know, The Panthers are selling everything. Um, You know, Maybe Elijah Moore could oh god, it's just they're Ooh. they're just not moving the ball very well. But Washington fortunately kinda stinks. So I'm gonna take the Packers, like I said, for old time's sake. And nothing the else.
1: P- Potatoes so can definitely stink. Um and I love that he's uh Eli Moore uh, potential scenario, that trade scenario. That that would be a real good fit. Um I am now gonna say the exact same thing you said using different words. Which oh, I okay. seem to, which I seem to do every week. Do you know how awful the Packers' future would look if they take this soft three part, three game schedule, this soft part of their schedule with the Giants, yeah. Jets, and and go zero and three?
2: Even I should have lost to the Patriots 0-3? too. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: but this this particular part of the schedule, which you're just mentioning, with how hard it gets after this. Even I didn't think they were going to lose all three of those, so I'm going to take the Packers and, and give them the points and concur with you just because they can't, they can't lose all three of they these. Can they? No. Because they, they can't. They can't.
2: I mean, they were up on the Giants and actually put together a really good half of football until the wheels came off of that thing. And then they come home, and it's like, oh, man, we got the Jets. And, you know, I, I don't know, but maybe they were, maybe they took that team lightly. <laughs> I don't think they're going to go to Washington and take this team lightly. Get this thing figured out because your season – I mean, you don't have muffed-win games in week seven, but this is it.
1: You do when you look like they've looked.
2: Yeah, because, you know, you're, you're, whatever you said, nine and, nine and eight. Nine and eight. Could, that could become seven and ten really quick for this team.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, it will. If, if, they, if they lose all three of those, I'm definitely downgrading that nine and eight. they're
2: not going to Buffalo and winning, I don't even think they can go to Detroit and win.
1: Mm, 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 mm. Not if they, uh, not they, if they
2: got to get DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams barreling. No, it it's not pretty.
1: Uh, this would be even uglier uh, than the the goat losing to Mitch Trubisky last week. This would be worse if, if oh, Roger man. loses. To they go and man. lose
2: to Taylor Tyler Heineken. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not locking it up though. No way. Ah,
1: okay. Uh, we'll go from there to Cleveland and Baltimore. The Art Model Bowl takes place twice a year. This is the first meeting. Uh, Browns at 2-4, and four, Ravens at 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Miles Garrett is still trying to bounce back from that shoulder that he messed up when he rolled his car a few weeks ago. He looks like he's going to play, but he hasn't been the same since. Uh, Rashad Bateman trying to return that wide receiver for the Ravens. Uh, they need all the help they can get. Uh, they became the latest team to uh, go into the well and sign some old receiver off the street because that's how desperate they've gotten. So 35-year-old Deshaun Jackson, now the newest Baltimore Raven, uh, smells a lot like when they uh, went and got Steve Smith. I don't know if you remember back when uh, the, oh, the, the yeah. last days of Steve Smith's career was uh, was as a Raven, I yeah. believe.
2: Yeah, but Steve Smith, I mean, Deshaun Jackson runs one route. Yes. Go.
1: <laughs> this is This is true. Uh, browns in this one are the big underdog plus six and a half at the ravens
2: okay so this is the one where i had to check the line because if this got to seven i was going to take the browns
0: and <laughs> well, six, six and, and a, half, a half
2: i'm taking oh. the ravens i i think Ooh. the ravens will win this game by around a touchdown. It just feels like a touchdown game to me. So at that point at six and a half, I'll take I'll take I'll take the Ravens. The, the the Browns the Ravens like to jump out and get ahead of people. The Browns are not the team that I think can exploit the weaknesses in that Ravens secondary. I, I can't take Jack Brisket and that receiver core, which is basically just Amari Cooper and, and kind of guys. To, to handle the Ravens, not not in their building. Um, we, we, I know that the Ravens just did this with the Giants, and that was a very similar team because that was a very good running team with a mediocre passing attack, but I, I don't think Cleveland's uh, passing attack is, is very good at all. Uh, I, I know it grades okay, but I think that's more of an efficiency thing than an actual like explosiveness issue. Like what they had when they had problems with the Bills, or they had problems with the Dolphins. I, I feel like, and this this is again, you talk about a team that's like you need this. I think the Ravens can get up on this team and 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 stay up, <laughs> or at least hold on for dear life enough to keep this a touchdown game. I, I feel very poorly about this. I mean, the what were I mean six and a half or seven determine my pick. So
1: yeah, you're you're standing on one foot trying to touch your toe, uh, touch your nose. Yeah, you're you're, you're balancing here.
2: It hurts um, picking some of these teams <laughs> like right right now. It hurts picking the Jags and it hurts picking the Ravens.
1: Again, it's it hurts crazy picking crazy
2: Packers. Week.
1: Yeah, uh, it's one of those weeks. Um, Yeah. Anytime the Ravens want to play four whole damn quarters, that's fine by me. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's one deep touchdown catch per year. It may, may come in this game. Uh, They may need that. Um, uh, So I'm going to take those points because uh, I I understand and hear your, uh, your point about Cleveland rallying uh, from a deficit with Jack brisket does. uh, It seems very unlikely, but, I'm taking the Browns anyway because the other side of those comebacks it has it's been almost fifty fifty between the terrible Ravens secondary and Lamar Jackson coughing it up. So the other side of that is Lamar coughing it up. Uh, I still think he's going to find a way to cough up that that lead and wind up either winning the game by like two or three points or losing it all together. He's still just making mistakes. It's there's there's something going on psychologically about the start to his season and everybody talking about Lamar getting the bag and making the Ravens pay and the the pumpkin uh, is turning into a coach or the other way around, I should say. Um, There's something about him breaking down sort of mentally and and the the pressure, I think, is getting to him. Some of those mistakes are just not very smart. Like I I said, that decision last week to pick up the fumble, uh, the fumbled snap and try to roll and throw it up for grabs, like why would anyone do that? except the,
2: The interception against Buffalo. Yeah. In, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, in the end zone in the fourth. Yeah, I, I get it.
1: I, why I are you making one, these I, throws?
2: Yeah, this one, this is probably the pick. I, I one of the ones I really like struggled with. Like, ugh.
1: Yeah, I, I don't see how you can trust him minus six yeah. and a half right now or seven.
2: And I, you know, the, the hard part is I want the Ravens to just destroy somebody. So I' not wash this taste out of their mouths because they're, my Super Bowl we team. both know they're better than this.
1: Yeah. And that's my squad. I, I picked them to win it all. Yeah. It's my teammate. It's my quarterback. At least
2: I got the bills. At least that still looks okay.
1: Uh, that looks pretty damn good.
2: Okay. <laughs> I know it's chalk, but.
1: Uh, everyone loved them, and, and for, for good reason. For good reason. All right. We talked about Tommy. Uh, can he find a way that he, he lost to Mitchell Can he lose to PJ Walker? Can he really hit the skids and, and maybe quit and retire right after the game is over? There's been rumors that he was thinking about walking away, but, uh, he shot them down. So we'll see how it all works out. Uh, the three and three Buccaneers go to Charlotte to face the, uh, tanking one and five Panthers. Um, they, uh, they do have injury issues in Tampa. Uh, they lost their, uh, cornerback Logan Ryan to a foot injury. He's on injured reserve. Uh, your tight end Cameron Brait will not play. He's got a neck injury. They're still holding Julio Jones out with his knee injury until whenever. I don't know when they're going to use him. Uh, of course, the Panthers uh, issues. Uh, more P.J. Walker at quarterback. Uh, Baker Mayfield not ready to come back for them. Um, the new running back situation now that they traded uh, CMC looks to be your your buddy uh, Hubba Bubba, Chuba Hubbard.
2: Chuba. Hubba Bubba. <laughs> Chuba.
1: Chuba Hubbard and, and Dante Foreman as a as a – committee, yep. and ooh, what a committee that is. Um, but they'll, they'll get LaVisca Chennault back as a receiver, so that's ooh. something. <laughs> going to throw rounds. the ball
2: to himself? <laughs> he might have to. Uh,
1: despite uh, Tampa's struggles, this is still the biggest spread of the week. They are minus 13 at Carolina.
2: Yeah, uh, it's not enough. I'm not locking this <laughs> one up because that's a lot of points, but th- last week was their chance. that they they. You fired the coach. You still had all your players temporarily, and like I said, usually you get that little bit of a dead cat bounce right after the, you know, the the, the coaching high firing. And No, now it's cell mode. Their best player is gone. Um, they're, they're volatile but still talented receiver is gone. It's P.J. Walker against still what's a pretty good defense. You can't really run on these guys. Hubba Bubba ain't going to do it um and PJ yeah PJ Walker's not going to really you know who cares if Logan Ryan's not out there he's not lighting up this defense 13's a lot but wow, this has just got that I don't know, twenty-one to three vibe to it, where like, the Panthers just can't do anything, and the Bucks just chip away and chip away and chip away, and just kind of cover this number by
1: twenty-one to three sounds good. How about thirty-one to six? I'll put that score out there.
2: Oh um, yeah, uh, I, I I have one of my DFS lineups this week loaded with Bucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, because the Panthers are trying to be the worst team in the in the league. Yeah, they
2: are tanking. They want the number one pick. That you don't do all of this unless you are. You know, I'm surprised they don't go and sign uh, Chris Brown to kick field goals. You know, that's a, that's a deep cut. They need
0: that's to go get
1: Amendola. That's the guy. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh,
2: they <laughs> the need to get
1: that complete. guy now. If they want, <laughs> if they're serious about tanking, they need to sign Matt Amendola as their place uh, That's for sure. Man. Uh, and their punter. Just put them back there for every kick. Uh, Brady won't have to pay attention or be in meetings for this one, because this should be an absolute route the Panthers are trying to lose. Uh, in addition to all their offensive struggles, the Panthers even had the most defensive penalties in football so far this year at 47. So they're just trying to fuck up on
2: every oh my level. God.
1: They're, just, they're just bad. So. Tampa all the way, Tampa Squish. I'm not locking it either because it's no. me and he looks like shit this year. Yeah. Because we just watched squash. this
2: team lose to Mitch Trubisky.
1: Exactly. So, can't lock them.
2: All yeah. right,
1: from there, Falcons
2: Bengals. Can't lock this, don't.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Cool Papa Bell. Uh, Atlanta visits Cincinnati. They're both 3-3 three and three, uh, right on the edge of mediocrity. Um, uh, Bengals lost their linebacker Logan Wilson this week with a shoulder injury. He's their best tackler, so that may play a factor against a team that's running as well as the Falcons is. Are uh, but despite that, the Falcons are still six and a half point dogs at Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, yeah ironically uh, or interestingly, whatever you want to say, Atlanta hasn't lost a game yet by the number of this spread. <laughs> so Atlanta's lost three games by one, four, and six. And I mean, auto they're the auto-cover auto cover Falcons. So, you know what, you, I'm just going to auto-fave the Falcons till they just finally <laughs> blow one of these. I'm just going to pick against them because they can't cover all, they can't go 17-0 against the damn spread. I'm taking the Bengals. They seem to have rediscovered something in their passing game last week. And Atlanta's secondary that's very ripe for the plucking And the, on the road, out of the dome in Cincinnati. I, I, I get it. This team is, Atlanta, they're, they're gutty as all hell. They just don't – I don't think this is a good matchup for them. They don't particular. – they're not great pass rushing, and that's usually how you get after the Bengals. You beat the hell of Joe Burrow. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that enough. And Cincinnati, after starting off pretty awful, I think, with the Super Bowl hangover, is now they're they're starting to look more like the Bengals from from last year. And it took them a little bit last year to kind of round into – into shape. But yeah, I, I, think that the, the Bengals can, can throw the ball all over the place against the Falcons. I think they cover this number.
1: I uh, will now, once again, say the same thing you did using different words. Uh, the cover machine Falcons should get shredded by Joe Burrow and his guys That pass defense. Not very good. Uh, can Cincinnati's D figure out Mariota? That's a, a big question for Atlanta to come back and possibly backdoor cover. But in the end, Um, I did have to go look and see about Atlanta's pressure and are they any good at it, any better at it. They have not been good at it in the last few years. And the answer is they still suck at it. 31 pressures on the entire season through six games that trails the Rams. That's the only team worse uh, in the Uh, league at getting pressure. So
2: I will concur. uh, Yeah. If you go go, uh, PFF grades, they're 31st.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The
2: only team worse, the Bears.
1: No. No, that's. Interesting, by by the straight stat of pressure, they're only they're thirty first in the league and the only team uh, that's worse than them is the LA Rams. So
2: Ooh, uh even if wanna cut it. Next to Yeah, last. that's bad. Not D F L but 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 A D F L
1: <laughs> Next to the DFL, A yeah.
2: Almost. <laughs> they're almost dead fucking last.
1: All right. It is now time for the main event of the week. The only game featuring oh, two teams with winning records. Can't wait. Colts and the Titans
2: for dominance <laughs> in the AFC South.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, Indy three, two, and one. Tennessee three and two.
0: Can't wait.
1: And yeah, they're they're going to get it on, and everyone's going to look forward to it, or not. Uh, in this one, it looks like it looks like Jonathan Taylor is going to come back um, and play. For the Colts, he's been out, uh, coincidentally or ironically, ever since the first uh, Titans game of the season in week four, in which Tennessee beat Indy uh, 24-17, uh, getting off to a 24-3 to lead, and then doing nothing and just holding on for dear life because the Titans like to do that. Um, yeah. 914 yards on the ground from Derrick Henry. Um Colts will still not have uh, two big defensive pieces, though, Darius Leonard and Quitty Pay both uh, on the bench for this one. Uh, in their rematch, the Colts are a very slight dog plus two at the
2: Titans. Yeah, it's a slim line. I decided, I've, you know, you don't, first of all, there's no way Matt Ryan is going to repeat what he did last week, uh, especially the zero sacks, because Tennessee's pass rush has gotten better. It, it's not great. But it's definitely improving. Uh, they, they can definitely get better getting pressure on the quarterback than they were in the past. I also decided it just breaks down just this simply. There's there's only, there's one team and one player I don't want to play coming off of a bye, and that's Derrick
0: Henry. Mm-hmm.
2: Derrick Henry has now had two weeks to rest and come into this game, and that, that's going to be some fresh legs against that Colts team and, and Matt Ryan, who's not, you know, Ponce de Leon and, and, and the, the the fountain of use, the, the cup run is dry, taking the, the Titans here and uh, giving the two.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Um, but uh, look, good luck figuring out what the Colts are going to be uh, any day of the week. They could get shut out. They could score five touchdowns. There's no telling what the Colts are going to do. You say Matt Ryan isn't going to do that again. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea what Matt Ryan's capable of at this point. Um, and the Titans, uh, they're not much more consistent. But again, they love getting some big leads and then just trying to hold on for dear life. Um, so this one, uh, you know, I'm going to split the difference, and, and I think the Titans probably should – find a way to hold on and win, but just based on the Colts' variance and the Titans' variance and uh, the weirdness of some of these games between these two uh, division rivals, I'm I'm, I'm going to take the points, even though it's only two, because I can see the Indy winning yeah. uh, the game, I and can I can see, see Tennessee it. getting a yeah. last-second field goal and beating them by, like, one.
2: I, I, 23, would not surprise 22. Me. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that surprise me at all?
2: I mean, I, it's so, the ultimate getting cute. I'm just hoping that last-second field goal is in a tie game,
1: uh,
2: and and Randy Bullock gets them a three-point win.
1: It, that could happen. <laughs> so this one is truly. I'm just kind of putting my shoulders up. I don't know. I, I'm taking the Colts just because they're the dogs, and I and I get to get points. All right. From there, uh, Houston plays Las Vegas. Texans one-three and one, and Vegas one and four. Ugh. Uh, This starts our late afternoon action Uh, for the Raiders. uh, Their tight end, Darren Waller, is down for this one. Uh, He's got a hamstring injury. Uh, They may get Hunter Renfro, the wide receiver, back up from his hip injury. Uh, Huge spread in this one. Uh, Not so huge. Uh, It's plus 6.5. Texans are plus 6.5 at the Raiders.
2: Yeah, I tried to think of all kinds of ways that I could get cute and take Houston in this game, which I've thought about in other games with Houston. I I just can't do it Uh, This should be I would expect with Darren Waller being out If this isn't the Josh Jacobs show Fire Boy Wonder (laughs) Because Houston is By just about every metric If not the worst, one of the worst teams Against the run In the league They cannot stop the run You can run up and down, left and right Forward, back, side to side All over this team And you know We've seen other teams do it, right? This is the Josh McDaniels that threw the ball three times coaching that uh,
0: yeah.
2: Patriots team last year. If they'd throw, only throw the ball three times against uh, Houston, they might win this game by four touchdowns because Houston's run D is that bad. So I'm going to give the points. I hate it because that's seven with a team that's one and four, but Houston sucks.
1: Uh, you, you get to the half point, clips off of that at six and a half. So.
2: Oh, six and a half. Okay, and I had that seven. Even better.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a gift. Um, Texans are coming off the bye, by the way. Um, I, I, that,
2: that does not impact me.
1: <laughs> uh, keep the cameraman. They'll be better out of,
2: rested for that beating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just keep the cameraman out of Devontae Adams' path. That's all we oh, care about in this one. Just make sure he gets out of the way of that. Um, I'm still waiting on General Mills to show out. He hasn't really uh, done much this uh, year. I, I said give him – he earned the right to get a whole year to show what he's got. And it hasn't been a whole year. It hasn't been half a year. But so far from what he's had, he, he hasn't shown much at all. So, not good so far. They're, they're only averaging 6.3 yards per throw as a, as an offense. That's very, very low. Um Yeah, Vegas uh, missed tackles would be a problem against Damian Pierce because they've missed 34 tackles on the year. But to your point, Texans are really bad at run defense, and their missed tackles on Josh Jacobs would be uh, even worse. They've missed 39 tackles on the season, uh, which I think is only two under the uh, the league leader. Uh, So, yes, I concur. Uh, Raiders should run all over them. They should go for 200 yards on the ground, and I will also give the six and a half. Wow. Uh let's see we've disagreed on two, I think two. so far. Two. Yep. Well, got a go and and neither of us have used our lock yet, so no. we're we're building we're building the suspense. Uh Jets and Broncos. Let's see if our yeah. locks come here. Jets four and two. Broncos two and four. Jets are flying high. Broncos are scrambling and scratching through the blindness. Jets are three and oh on the road now. Broncos. Two, both of those wins are at home, so there is that much. Um, as we talked about, Eli Moore is the latest uh, disgruntled wide receiver that wants to figure out a, a way out of town. Uh, even though the team is four and two, um, and yeah, he's been deactivated already. He's not going to play uh, in this game. Uh, here's the most, uh, the, the biggest Friday mystery that would hope would get some clarity tomorrow, probably, but. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. Russell Wilson is actually a game-time decision with a hamstring injury that he picked up in that game uh, Monday night. And uh, Brett Rippen, uh the backup quarterback, uh, Brandon Allen member Brett Rippen, um has been taking snaps uh, with the first-team offense this week. So he's, he's ready to go if they have to make that call. Uh, but they haven't made it yet. There is a line out for this game, uh, I guess based on Russ playing. And it is the four and two Jets as a one point underdog at the two and four Broncos.
2: Yeah, this one's pretty wild, right? I mean, I mean, are the Broncos better without Russ?
1: It's hard to see how much worse they would be.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, I gotta say, Denver is only good at one thing. I I've, we've crapped on them all year, but they're really good at one thing, especially at home, and that's playing defense. They have shut down. They've lost games. But they have just absolutely shut people down. That, that, whatever carried over from that Vic Fangio defense, that is not the problem with this Denver team. Their problem lays with their offense, and they're coached by a complete moron. <laughs> you know, I cannot anti-lock up Denver this week, unfortunately, uh, because I anti-locked up Denver last week. But the Jets are kind of in turmoil too. Uh, you know, they, they're sometimes you got to worry about these young teams who are riding high. They, oh man, they they destroyed the Dolphins and and they went to, they, they went to Lambeau and they crushed the Packers. They have got to be feeling it right now. But that, we bad. I think that Denver, I I know, but I think that Denver defense is a different animal. You know what? If you can't beat them, <laughs> join them. I'm taking the Broncos and locking them up.
1: (laughs) That is a spite pig if I've ever heard one. You were just saying fuck the Broncos last week, and now you're locking them up? Come on, man.
2: (laughs) You know what? The Jets, they got this Elijah Moore nonsense. They got these two big wins. And if you go, I mean, you really look at it, you look into the numbers, especially at home, that Denver defense at home locks people down. They just can't score (laughs) points.
1: Uh, well, first of all, I know all about the Broncos' defense locking people down because, in fantasy, I need a defense to replace the Buffalo Bills this week, and I'm using the Denver Broncos. Which gives, <laughs> <laughs> which gives away my pick for this game as well. But I'm oh, not locking it up because I'm just not so spying them. Sure you I was them.
2: taking the Jets.
1: <laughs> uh, they just went up there to Wisconsin and, and beat up Karen Rodgers. Come on, of course you're taking the Jets.
2: No. Uh,
1: yeah, this is what happens when you fall behind in the lock so far. You can just play fast and loose now. You can I can do take anything. whatever I want. That's right. You can be a wizard and just come up with magical shit. I'm gonna you're gonna conjure up a Broncos win and, and lock it down. <laughs>
2: They're gonna, you know what though? They're gonna win. They're gonna win nine to seven. And I'm gonna just run all the way to the bank with that <laughs> lock win, baby.
1: Behind Brett Ribbon's one hundred and twenty yards throwing. Um, you can't take it from me. <laughs> money in yeah bank. Uh, it's uh it's another jacked up offense for sauce Gardner and the jets to try to terrorize but denver's defense can terrorize and blow up zach wilson so i'm gonna concur and take denver and give the one i can't believe you, you know it's man you know
2: <laughs> i just was like looking at this i was looking at this week like what the hell do you lock <laughs> up this week? I know yeah. one thing. And that's Denver plays like stifling defense at home, so why the hell not? And the Jets are due for a letdown. And in uh, a week, yeah. here's, here's what I'm thinking, and you can call me crazy, but in a week that's this wild, this is the closest thing we have to a pick
1: yeah, well, there's there's one oh, more game with a one point spread. And yeah, but all you got
2: to do is is pick the winner in this game, and, and I think yeah. even though Denver, like I think they're getting their coach fired after they go to London, I, I still think that they can eke one out here. I think they they could win this by a field goal, and for Denver, that's a huge cover. <laughs>
1: But if they win by only one, I'm really going to come back and laugh next weekend.
2: You know, though, I will say this. You can <laughs> make fun of my lock picks all year. You have not disagreed with me on one yet. It's <laughs> true.
1: Uh, and then the one you disagree with me on, of course, came through because I Jets. should never lock the Jets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're locking uh, against the Jets. so
2: I'm go- Nope. No. Ta- I, broke- I didn't break the rule because last week I locked right. up against the Broncos. This yeah. week I am locking up for the Broncos. Like I said, can't beat them, join them.
1: Craziness. Uh, well, at least we're entertaining uh, each other uh, as we make these picks this week and hopefully entertaining those who are listening. All right, the uh, one other game this week with a one-point spread, Chiefs visiting the 49ers. Uh, Chiefs now 4-2 and two after that game with Buffalo last week, and the Diners are 3-3, three and 2-0 three, and oh at home. Uh, Chiefs lost their quarterback Rashad Fenton last week to a hamstring injury for the 49ers. Uh, CMC is in the house, but for how long, how much is he going to play? I was reading some things about uh, maybe red zone only that Kyle Shanahan might use. Christian McCaffrey doesn't have time to really catch him up with the whole playbook. Uh, So we'll we'll see him. We might not see him very much, but we will see him. Uh, Nick Bosa uh, is supposed to return from his groin injury for the Niners D and Trent Williams, the left tackle, is supposed to return from his ankle injuries. It was kind of an all-hands-on-deck all situation for the Niners as they play uh, maybe their biggest game of the season. Uh, Chiefs are minus one. It's still basically a pick-em at yeah. the 49ers.
2: You know, I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs. I was more – I'd have been more apt to take the Niners had the Chiefs won last week. But I think that they're coming off of the loss. That's stung. They get to go on the road. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be an ugly game. Uh, I, I don't know what to make of this Christian McCaffrey thing. I understand adding him to to the evil genius, and you know you get the Shanahanigans going on. And but I've got the feeling that every touch for Christian McCaffrey is one less touch for Debo Samuel. And I, I don't know if that's a good thing because that's I think still their best playmaker. And Christian McCaffrey's gonna get hurt. That's just a matter <laughs> of time. I mean, the track record of the 49ers and keeping running backs healthy, not the best. Um, just saying. It's something in the water. I don't know. Maybe it's all the poop on the streets and the sidewalks in San Francisco. I don't know. Um, just saying. It's something in the air out there that they just can't keep running backs healthy, so let's go get, like, the most injury-prone superstar running back in the league. Enjoy it for five weeks, guys. But I'm going to take the Chiefs to bounce back off that loss to the Bills because that had to stink. And, and, and I just I think they're the better
1: team. Uh, maybe he won't be so injury prone now that he won't be the workhorse and the bell cow. They won't give him the ball thirty times a game. So there's that, there's that possibility. That, yeah. Um, and definitely count me among those uh, excited and salivating at the thought of the creativity of Kyle Shanahan with oh, now sure. Debo and. Christian McCaffrey on the same team, you know, they're going to be uh, in the backfield at the same time. At some point, you know, uh, he's going to draw up something where they're both there at the same time. And knowing how crazy and weird he can get, he's probably going to draw a play where the first time they're back there, he uses McCaffrey as like the, the lead back or the fullback and pitches it out to Debo on the, on the perimeter or something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, it's not going to happen to uh, Sunday. Cause uh, again, he, he just got there. The trade just got made, um, and he's not going to have enough of the playbook, so he, his his action should be pretty limited. Um, but even with that, um, I'm still scared to death of the Chiefs coming in and falling off. Um, uh, I'm scared of them bouncing back off of the laws. I'm scared both ways as far as the Chiefs go. I definitely hear your point. I definitely hear the point of them uh, – Coming back off of the uh, the buffalo bills loss and saying okay we we got our uh, our we had our chance to take down the bills in our house, and we couldn't do it. we got to lick our wounds and and rebound and do what we got to do but I'm also scared to death of a fall off coming off such a tough loss that was that, that's kind of a crushing loss, like everything was geared up for the for the end for Pat to do what he did last year and say, Oh yeah, top this and he winds up throwing the INC to lose the game. That I, I, I'm not saying uh, Mahomes is fragile at all, but I'm just kinda scared about what that does to the team that oh but you know, we were there. We were right there. We were gonna come back and do it to him again and oh, couldn't do it this time. Um so I can see both ways really. So I'm definitely uh, not saying one way or another that I feel strong about it. Um even even pressuring Pat can backfire uh, if he decides okay, we were kind of playing back and being careful as we now I'm just going to chuck it up and just keep going down the field and really destroy uh, uh the 49ers. Um, but I'm going to go with San Fran. I'm I'm uh, I don't feel great about it, but I feel like there's you know a little bit excitement in the air, a little bit a little bit of juice from the trade um and just a little bit of a fault you know you you lose that game at home and then now you got to go make the flight you got to go out to california you know unfamiliar territory uh other conference team that you're not familiar with and the niners d can be tough uh very tough so uh, i'm going to take the san francisco 49ers in this one i think it's gonna be a real good game
2: uh yeah that actually might be the best game of the week
1: yeah wait you mean not the the game with the two teams with the best record
2: yeah that's what i mean i did not i did not stutter
1: Oh, okay. All right, from there, uh, 40, uh, I'm sorry, the Seahawks and the uh, Chargers. Uh, Seattle 3-3, and uh, L.A. 4-2. and They'll be playing this one at SoFi. Uh, this is probably the second biggest Friday mystery. Tyler Lockett hasn't been practicing this week. He's got a yeah. hamstring injury, so I don't know if he's going to be able to make it on the field for Seattle. Clippers, uh, their wide receiver, Josh Palmer, is Dumplings. He's not going to play, but uh Keenan Allen, their other wide receiver with his bad hammy. He's been trying to get back on the field. He should be able to come back finally. He was he was close to coming back last week. Um in this one, uh Geno Smith and the Seahawks are plus four and a half at the Clippers.
2: Yeah, that's uh, I added a five. Uh, but I got this <laughs> as a field goal game, so that's okay. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm, yeah I Seattle they're gonna be able to move the ball. The Chargers' defense is it's tight, but it's not like what it was. You know that the pass rush isn't what it was. It's not elite. They're middle of their they're middle of the road. They're they're okay. Um, the Chargers' run defense is not very good. So this you know, I have a feeling we get a little Kenneth Walker, get the ball moving, get DK Metcalf. They they still have passing weapons even if Tyler Lockett's banged up. Um, I never know what that. That idiot coach for the Chargers is going to do? Is he going to you know, just decide randomly to go for a fourth down at his own thirty-yard line in the second quarter, and that turns the game around because he's dumb? Uh, you know, I'm just going to I'm going to take the Seahawks to lose this by three, and give and take the points.
1: Uh, I don't think Brandon Staley's dumb. He's definitely goes for it more than he's uh, else,
2: overly that's sure. aggressive.
1: <laughs> okay, that that may be true uh again i'm having trouble uh, believing in Geno you know, smith as the the best quarterback on the field he's clearly um he's been more consistent than all these other quarterbacks he's been playing i just haven't been believing in it so at some point you got to got to believe uh, at least a little he just keeps playing at such a high level uh, you know 7.9 yards per throw it's it's not going to be a fluke after a while so uh but this put it over the top for me Uh, Justin Herbert is not going deep uh, ever since that rib injury, ever since the broken cartilage and whatnot. um, He's down a half yard per throw from the time of that injury already uh, on the season. He's down to 6.7 yards per throw on the season. And if you keep up with that stat, you know that he's usually up at 7.7 plus um, he's he's one of those that likes to go down the field a lot. Now that might be Keenan Allen not being around. Uh, it might be the coverages, um, but it also well, might also, be. That's also what the,
2: 16, 16 targets of Austin Eckler last week.
1: It, that's definitely a part of it. Is a lot of checking down, a lot of check downs. Um, so we don't, but we don't. What we don't know is if that's just the defense uh, shading deep and then you know break right. up the field, or if that's the the injury, if that's the ribs. Um, but one way or another, it, they're really down uh, in, in air yards. Uh, the, the the distance is very, very low uh, ever since the injury. Uh, so not only am I going to take uh, Seattle in the points, I think they uh, – Geno Smith, oh, God, Geno Smith, he's been surprising everybody. Yeah, they can, they can win that game straight up. So I'm, there's all my praise in Geno Smith and all my love. I'm locking the Seattle Seahawks up because I think they probably – Shouldn't even be the underdog necessarily, at least not by four and a half.
2: If I would have told you before the season started that you were going to lock up the Jets and Geno Smith in the first seven weeks, you never would have believed me.
1: I still think that's more believable than you locking Russell Wilson.
2: Rock those country. Let's ride.
1: On Sunday night, the Steelers and the Dolphins get it on. The Steelers two and four, the Dolphins three and three. Uh, concussion theater for everybody to enjoy uh, because Kenny Pickett is expected back from his concussion for the Steelers and Tua, who we last saw throwing up gang signs is expected back from his concussion for the Dolphins. Um, they should get uh, Terrell Armstead back at left tackle, which is probably uh, as important just about as getting Tua back because they need someone to protect Tua, obviously, uh, from getting beat up yet again. Uh, and this one,
2: Andre just disconnect. Well, we got 3 minutes left in the show, so hopefully he's going to be able to get back in here quick. Hopefully I'm still talking. But I I didn't hear the the lady, the blog Talk radio lady tell me that uh that the show's over. But if Dre doesn't get back in the next 3 minutes, then the show actually is over. Um because he's the host and I don't think he can come back in the after show. So he's got two minutes left in counting. I'm, I'm giving the, I'm taking the points. I'm taking the Steelers. Uh, I didn't hear the line. I had this at seven and a half, seven, seven and a half, either way. Um, not really a big difference to me. I, I, I'm worried about Tua. If the wind blows too hard. Uh, he might be out of the game again. And then who knows all bets are off at that point. All you gotta do is get your hand on him once. And you know, He's flashing the gang signs. Uh, I'll throw out my uh, Monday night pick here quick, too, just to get it on the record. Uh, it's the Bears as a road dog against an AFC opponent on Monday night football. That means they're going to win the game, taking the Bears and all the points at New England. Dre, you might have to put those out on. Well, they'll be out on the website, so everybody, you know, in much less detail, blog, uh, dot blogspot.com. I believe that's still our website, but that's where the picks will be. So Dre doesn't have to worry
1: too much. Can you hear me now?
2: Yes. All right. I have (laughs) Pittsburgh and I have the Bears. Go. There
1: we go. Uh, Pittsburgh and Chicago. Okay. I have no idea what the hell happened with our connection. Um, I have the opposite. I have uh, the Dolphins and the Patriots. So we will definitely get Ah. into all of that in our after show, which I'm lucky to get back on the air before the after show else we wouldn't have anything. pounding it
2: down with the with the listeners. Like <laughs> if he doesn't, he's got two minutes, <laughs> like thirty seven seconds right now. Like if he doesn't get back in this show, it's over.
1: Mm-hmm. Nope, I have found a way to get back in uh, using a different connection. My my connection dropped. I have no idea why, then, but yeah, I dropped. get a lot
2: of drops on weekdays when I'm home. I, mm. I don't get too many at night. Um, unless the power goes out or something, you know. But yeah, I get a lot of weird weekday ones, like 10 o'clock in the morning, like the internet just goes out for half an hour. No reason. Yeah.
1: No, I, I, we get them sometimes, but it hadn't happened in in a in a while, so that was uh, that ah. was a weird one. All right, thank you for listening, and uh, catch us on our after show. Uh, we'll be back. Now we're in the VIP after show yep. where if I drop we are completely done. We
2: are dead and done. Now now what did you have the lines on those games?
1: Oh. Pittsburgh plus 7 and a hook. That's what I Miami. have. Miami Bears also plus 7 That's and a hook. Okay, so pitcher. I had the
2: same spread on both of those. Yeah, no, I took Pittsburgh because I said uh, I'm worried about the wind blowing too hard in that game. The wind? Yeah, cuz if the wind blows too hard, <laughs> it would it would reconcuss Tua and he's one tap away from being out of the game again. I I just I fear for I fear for him. I know Jalen Waddle's banged up too. I don't know if you mm-hmm. uh talked about that at all, but yeah, I I like the points, you know, and uh just not knowing to like is is where is he? You know, is he still dumplings? What's what's really going on? I don't trust that organization. So yeah, it just feels like a lot of points for a lot of uncertainty. And then of course the Bears uh, Yeah. The Bears are on the road against an AFC opponent on Monday Night Football as a huge underdog.
1: Oh, you're They're bear whispering. Huh. <laughs> Doing some bear whispering.
2: That's right. Well, you know it. That's the recipe.
1: You, you should have locked that one then. That's your no, move. No, no,
2: no, no. That, that's because that is a corollary with no stats behind it, but <laughs> always it doesn't always work. But I, it works more than it doesn't.
1: Yeah, it sure seems like it works more than it doesn't.
2: Sixty yes. percent of the time <laughs> it works every time.
1: Love that sex panther. Uh so as far as the Steelers and the uh and the and the fish with Tua coming back, um you know, just in time for another national audience to throw up watching a sickening brain injury, here's Pickett and Tua uh, du- dueling uh yeah. Now uh as I've been saying that Dolphins offense under Mike McDaniel doesn't look the same at all with any other quarterback except two. I don't know what kind of magic they worked in the off season, but Tua looks like a completely different guy under that offense, and everyone else uh, looks like crap. Uh, it, it, it double dumplings live on on NBC <laughs> for everybody to see. Who knows oh. what line Collinsworth is going to come up with for that one? Yeah, no, I was going to say,
2: what's Collinsworth going to have to say <laughs> about that? Because then he's going to have to, you know. Come back from commercial, you know, and be like, you know, folks. In that last segment, I said some things I regret. I consider myself a man of faith.
1: And there's a drive in the deep left center by
2: Castellanos, and that's going to be a home run.
1: Oh, oh Tom, um, I, I, I don't know what uh, what they're going to wind up saying, but no, I just feel like Tua has been itching to come back. Um, he's going to come back. They're going to let him come back. It doesn't matter how unhealthy his brain is. They're going to let him do whatever he wants to do. I think that's obvious. Um, hopefully they know to protect him <laughs> and not let yeah, him get
2: thrown around. You hope so.
1: You would, you would hope so. You would think so. Um, so yeah, it, feel, it just feels like a squish There's no scientific, uh, anything behind that. I just feel like they're going to beat him by two touchdowns because they'll be happy to have Tua back. Uh, as far as Monday night, um, uh, I'm sure you uh, read or heard about Bill Belichick just filleting and giving all this love to the Bears. He opened his press conference.
2: uh, Oh, really?
1: Oh, he spent literally 10 minutes praising the Chicago Bears and and hyping them up. Of course he does. Everyone knows their shit, but that's what he does. He's going to gas them up and, and grease them up and make them feel like they're the biggest team they could possibly beat. So that, that, that's a, that's a pro wrestling move. You make your opponent feel like the biggest giant in the world. So then when you beat them, it's like, Oh my God, what did he just do? So that, that's all bell jiggles. Yeah. They're, they're going to kill them. They're, they're going to kill the bears. Um, and, and, and Mac Jones is going to come back uh, from his ankle injury and he's going to look at Bailey Zappi and he's going to go, Oh no, no, we, we can't have this. And he's going <laughs> to play his ass off and, and, do what he's got to do to keep his job. Damian Harris is going to return from his hamstring injury, although you probably looked down on that because you declared Ramondre Stevenson the best,
2: the better back last week. Yes. That has, that, have I not been proven correct in that assessment or?
1: I I wish I had him on my team. Okay. I'm a fan. I'm a Ramondre (laughs) fan.
2: uh, This Patriots resurgence seems to coincide with Ramondre Stevenson getting the lion's share of the work
1: hmm, um, interesting, something to keep an eye on. Uh, so Harris might return, but he might not get that many carries uh, since Stevenson has taken over that role. Uh, but, yeah, either way, I, I, I just think they're going to absolutely smash him. Yeah. I, I almost locked that up.
2: Oh, locking up against your Bears.
1: Yeah, well, w- what have they shown me? How do you lose a game to a guy with a broken finger? I, ah! Uh,
2: That's no. crazy. I'm telling you, three goal to goes and zero points. That's all you need to know. Um, I'm so glad you I didn't got. That I don't life. know. You took. You seem to take exception to when I said. Matt Nagy would have won that game. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: it's I, I understand
2: your point, because you know that 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 is like the insult of all insults, saying that. Yeah, but he would You know, first of all, Matt, Matt Nagy was so bad coaching offense that. Justin Fields' talent just took over because he wasn't hemmed in by it. Justin Fields doesn't look like he knows what to do. Right, so but he didn't know. He didn't know. That, looked like he knew what to do last year. And Matt Nagy was an idiot, but he—you he would have kicked some. He would have kicked some field goals. <laughs> he might have gotten booed by the crowd for again. it. I'm telling you, the field goals for the Bears would have come in really handy in that game. It
1: is, it's, it's hard to argue against that. Um, considering, but it, they, they still won the game. They still they, he still threw the touchdown pass to win the game. And the receivers decided to bottle it. <laughs> they, they still should have won the damn game, no matter who was coaching. <laughs> they, maybe they shouldn't have any coaches. Let the players go out there and wing it. What oh, the fuck? Man. Can't be any worse than this.
2: No, it, uh, it's it's bad. It's, it's some the the, the, the this, it, they call it parody in the league. I call it disparity. Because the difference between good and bad is so – it's its a gulf of, of talent difference or, or quality difference between your, like, four or five best teams, who were most of them not playing this weekend, oh, and man. the rest. And this weekend, this is just the, the rest. This is leftovers week.
1: It really is. So, leading into a little fantasy talk, so, of course, I'm dealing with my – quarterback and my defense uh, unavailable to me this week.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: that's so, right, because
2: you've got Project.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I replaced the
2: defense. I, I, I can't even say that, like, full-hearted. like No, Josh
1: Allen. <laughs> I'm going to call him Project forever because that's his nickname. Uh, yeah. He's not. clearly not a Project.
2: I know. The guy I told you to draft with the number one pick.
1: Didn't have to. You didn't have Took to. Him in third.
2: You got an injured running back with the number one pick.
1: Oh man, he wasn't injured when I drafted him. No.
2: I, <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> you know
1: what happened? Oh. The kiss of death once again uh, strikes. I, well, it, it, it's not really the kiss of death because the guy that I drafted number two that I thought was a first round talent, uh, he's the best back in football this year so so far uh, with, with Nick Chubb. Oh but, yeah. You know, so I,
2: yeah, he is right. the top point producer. That's that's even more amazing because he doesn't catch any balls.
1: No, he's just straight running through your
2: ass. Right. So when you could be the number one fantasy producer with zero impact <laughs> from the running game, like no receiving points, no PPR points, none of that, you get zeros pretty much every game for that, and you're still number one overall. That yeah, you're a legend.
1: As Collinsworth would say, he's just coming down your throat. So oh. yeah,
2: um, sorry.
1: Uh, so I had to replace my quarterback and uh, defense, so I said I'd use the Broncos' defense. It's uh, not a bad be-
2: play. I think I've got the Broncos' D. I've got two DFS lineups right now, and I'm pretty sure it's like Bucks D in one and Broncos' D <laughs> in the other one.
1: It's the Panthers' outfit. Oh, Lord. Man. Um,
2: uh, you might want to just have whoever's playing the Panthers every week on defense for the rest of the year.
1: That's probably not a bad idea. Because uh, they are truly trying to lose. Uh, so quarterback, this is going to be a bit of a gambit. But I, I held on to Tua in my IR that whole time. Uh,
2: you know that 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 I'm going to say that's not the worst play. Then I start thinking like waiver wire guys and like maybe like a like Jared Goff or or something. Or
1: yeah, there's certainly guys that one would look at and decide would be a better play. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily blame someone. But the, probably, the way I see I just... it
2: is. I, Tua, it's,
1: it's, it's the one. I, I fear it's the one for game. that man's safety. Yeah, I do too. I, I, there's He probably shouldn't be playing football. Anyone who had a reaction yeah. like that to a concussion probably shouldn't be playing anymore. Just yeah. saying.
2: I contemplated but, using him, like building a, a, a DFS lineup around Dolphins this week. You can't even draft Tua. They haven't even added him.
1: Oh, he's not officially activated. Yeah. No I... I,
2: yeah, my two lineups I think are yeah bucks heavy, and then my other one is chargers heavy, I think that hmm. game's got shootout potential i I agree yeah I, I actually don't i I don't see the I said the chargers win by three. you think the Seahawks can win, but that that feels like a thirty to twenty seven kind of game
1: mhm, I, you know? I, I got twenty eight twenty four yeah
2: okay, so we're pretty, we're pretty close there too. I think that would I'd, be – I don't know if that's the over on your side. That's definitely the over on my side. Yeah, I'm just uh, – Let me see here. That's – a well, 50, yeah, 50 and a half. So, yeah, we both got the mm. over. You barely got the over on that.
1: Yeah, I'm just worried about Herbert. Uh, and, and those yards per throw going down is yeah. the way that they are. Like, ooh. Well,
2: I know against Denver, it, that was just dink and dunk. Check down, game. Charlie. His, yeah, his yards – his like yards per attempt, his average like depth of target type stuff that that had to be
1: it was just Drew Brees worthy.
2: Yeah, like absolutely terrible in that game. Actually, let me let me take a look here and see Justin Herbert. Um, yeah, his yards per attempt are at six point seven on the season. Uh, last week it was four point two.
0: Oh, Lord.
2: he was. So yeah, thirty-seven of fifty-seven for two thirty-eight.
1: And if he wants to expand and light up the Legion of Room, that's interesting yeah. and, and understandable. But now you're risking they got the the cornerbacks that are doing the ball hawk thing right now. They're just going for it. They don't care that they're getting burned. They're just trying to get interceptions.
2: Who did it's he get hurt that. against?
1: Uh, who broke his rib cartilage?
2: It was, it was a wild back it was a
1: monday night game i believe was that the,
2: that was the chiefs so that
1: would be or was it a thursday night game it was it was the chiefs but it was thursday night not monday night it was week yeah two.
2: so yeah so yeah his yards per attempt the first two weeks were 8.2 and 7.0 and since then 6.6 8.7 against Houston. but that yeah, could have been a whole lot of yak for all we mm-hmm. know Right. Uh, six point seven and then four point
1: two. Oh. Yeah, Yeah. It's, it's not yeah, good.
2: His, his last two weeks is the average depth of target. Uh, last two weeks were five point five and five point
1: nine. Yeah, like I said, that was breeze-worthy. Yeah, I mean, that's
2: Bradford, breeze worthy. Yeah, that's Sam Bradford, right? Season. That's how you get those eighty percent completion <laughs> rates. You know, that's what Sam Bradford did all the time, right?
1: Oh man, Sam Bradford. Who? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna flog that horse. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah.
2: And you know, the funny thing is though, since he got hurt, he's getting it out a little bit quicker, but not much. Yeah. So he's still trying to be Justin Herbert. Maybe nothing's open deep, or he just doesn't have the confidence to gun it deep. But he's definitely taking the checkdowns.
1: And then his receiving core is is beat up, so there is that much as well. Um
2: there's right, some, doesn't, there's some doesn't help. Miss keep, but he's still—I mean, he's still got good receivers.
1: I mean, Mike, Mike a,
2: Williams is really good. The other guy, like Joshua Palmer, DeAndre Carter—they're guys.
1: That last uh, game that they played, um,
2: Donald Parham starting to make some catches again.
1: He's hurt. He's—he's going to miss this game. Oh, he's hurt. Was it cold yep. on the field? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, that I don't think it's a concussion, but he's—he's he's not playing. I know that. Um, but yeah, the Broncos just totally took away um, uh, Williams, um, yep. which I'm, you know, keeping up with his progress because uh, I, he's my fantasy receiver, and ah. I was able to, wa- you know, watch that game Monday night, so I could see his progress and what was going on. And right. yeah, they to- they totally took him away
2: because just, the Broncos are legitimately good on defense
1: because <laughs> they actually know what they're doing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they, they it's the other him.
2: side of the ball that's coached by the genius <laughs> that's not good at football.
1: Uh, it it smells like um is getting to that point where we we need to start playing some some real or fake to see uh, some of these. Yeah, teams. I was actually
2: talking about that when we were talking about the the fraud teams. You know. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know. No, I I hear you. I mean, if you want to do it this week, we can do it this week. Unless you want to maybe. Uh, I mean, next week or the week after would sort of be like the official kind of like halfway point. Um, yep,
1: next week is uh, right before Halloween.
2: Ah, oh, a spooky! Uh, we have a spooky show. Yeah. Next week, so yeah, I, I'm good. We can do it right now, or we could do a little bit next week. It's up to you.
1: No, I don't. I definitely want to do, don't want to do it right now. It's it's late. We both work.
2: 11:15. Yeah, and I got I got a long day tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm working in the morning. So. Ah. But, uh, yeah, yeah it's can...
2: different because normally we do the Saturday show and then I'm off on some. I mean, I'm off tomorrow, but the difference being I'm not getting up and you know driving on a trip.
1: Right. Yeah, we, we both have things to do tomorrow. You just don't have to work, but we both have to have things to do in the morning. Right. Um, so yeah, we can we can aim for next uh, next Saturday for some, yeah. some so real. Yeah, I'll effort. plan
2: for some. I'll have thoughts because I mean I've, I was even like kind of even talking about that a little bit today. Yeah. Um, you know. About the the teams that are like contending ish, but are all fake. <laughs> but this week will help a little bit. I mean, we, we get to see one. We get another look at the Giants. You know, another look. I mean, I don't know
1: how much this week Jets. is going to help with all of these shit games we got. I don't. I don't uh, know if we're going to learn. We too are much we five
2: more. again? But it sure feels like it.
1: Uh oh, again. <laughs> Let's see. So not counting Thursday. That's not already not counting done. Thursday. One, two, three, <laughs> five.
2: Five.
1: It was Who'd only three beat? before those night games. <sighs> you you got the you got the dogs. You're taking the points in, the, in both of the night games. Yeah, that, that's probably a great move. I think the dogs have been eating this year. I think they that's have. part of them, how crazy this year has been. They
2: have, and that's why when I started picking this week, I was like, man, I'm taking a lot of taking a lot of uh, favorites, and then I realized I had accidentally scrolled halfway down the screen and didn't completely pick four of the games. I'm like, there must be a lot of buys this week. <laughs> Realized I completely skipped the, the Lions game. package. like, oh, oh, I better pick those. This was maybe six minutes before the show. Oh wow! So the yeah, my Detroit Packers, Titans, Jags picks are all just last second picks. Okay, but I think we agreed on all four of those. No, you had no. I'm,
1: I'm taking the Colts into two points because they're going to lose by one.
2: You know what? You called your <laughs> shot. I can't. I can't complain if you call that.
1: That one I'll definitely brag because I you know, said it live on the air. Yeah.
2: Now, I, the only thing that will piss me off is if this is like some like missed extra point bullshit or something. <laughs> then that's I didn't say like,
1: how they were going to lose and, by one. I just said they're going to lose yeah. by one.
2: I, I actually think the Titans can, can beat them by a, a good number. I think the, the Colts are due for some regression <laughs> after last week.
1: Like I said, my my I got my arms out of my shoulder. I don't know what the hell to make of the Colts either way. I have no, no. idea.
2: They, I I think they're completely fraudulent. I think they're terrible. <laughs> I, I don't think they're very good.
1: I, I think they're the leaders in the clubhouse for my Heckle and Jive War because how could that team that got shut out by the Jaguars come yeah. back and beat the Chiefs? I, I still don't. know. That's even before whatever happened last week. That they,
2: they, first of all, that game that was Matt that, that, that Amendola. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That man is a pox upon any team <laughs> that he is on,
1: I don't know what award he's getting uh, this year from either one it's of them. But...
2: he's like cursed two different teams already,
1: <laughs> like why would you pick him up again? Did you not see what he did the first team he was with?
2: That is fool me once <laughs> on you. <laughs>
1: Fool me, fool me twice, twice won't
2: shame get on me. Again. That's right. You won't get fooled again, all right, Bush. <laughs> oh, I got that reference.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Figured you would.
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: that, that that's gotta be an award. I gotta write that. Out. That's the the fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, won't get fooled we won't again. You won't get fooled
2: again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cause that's from that that's
1: actually from that song uh, yeah that yeah, it is <laughs> I don't think that's what w was referring to however do uh. <laughs> uh. not get fooled again
2: when
1: right. <laughs> when I start singing, it's definitely getting late. Um, any other fantasy uh, advice in, in your, your DFS plays? Uh,
2: uh, no, I've probably got, I don't know, one more lineup to put together. I'm just trying to decide, uh, you know, where where to go with, oh, my God, I'm actually, both of my NBA uh, matches going on right now, I'm actually making money in both of them right now. I'm, I'm up six yeah. bucks tonight. Oh, well, good. Hey, they're all free matches. Sure, why not? So that's, hey,
1: no, that's where I built my a little bit of a, of a kitty last year was off some free DFS contests. That was sort of my introduction to it. Now Yahoo doesn't yeah. really give you free matchups anymore, but
2: oh no, Draft, DraftKings is doing free NBA contests um, all week. Oh my God, Andrew Wiggins is going off.
0: Hmm.
2: We've got 40, forty-six, and this is my—is this my night? my night lineup is just uh, like stud after stud tonight, because it was just a lineup of the two night games. Right. And then the other one was just a matchup head-to-head in the other game. And obviously, if I nailed one, the chances are pretty good I, I nailed the other one. Oh, yeah, Andrew Wiggins, that, that's a captain squad one. So whoever you put in the captain spot gets oh, okay, yeah. 1.5 points. So yeah. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins has 70 points for me tonight.
1: Wow. So always that great when when you can light that up.
2: Well, I've realized with uh, the one thing I have learned about when you play with captains is you never want to captain the top guy. You always want to captain like a mid-tier guy who you think is going to go off because then you have the salary saved to actually add all the top guys.
1: Sure. If that and, makes sense. It does. And you're also taking a guy that's less likely to be covered by everybody else. Uh, which gives you a leg up as well. Right. Like if so, I did... I
2: capped, so in that matchup, that's Golden State and Denver, I captained Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> okay. Um, he was only captain-drafted 7.95%.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so you're not going to have a whole lot of right. other people uh, glomming on to that guy.
2: Yeah. And because he gets 1.5 times the points, I've got 70 points from him. Hmm. He must be having himself a hell of a night. Let me see here. Uh, eight boards, two threes, three assists, a block, three steals, and 23 points. Okay.
1: They call that uh, stuffing the stat sheet.
2: And, and no turnovers.
1: Oh, that's yeah. also very important.
2: Yeah. But that allowed me to then also add Jokic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
2: And Steph. Mm-hmm. And Draymond Green, who's having himself a night. And Uh, I don't even know who this guy is, is uh, Caldwell-Pope. KCP. KCP's got 25.25 for me tonight. And the only guy I have not doing anything is DiVincenzo. Wow. Who's got one three-pointer made.
1: Well, it's always a good night for Draymond if he's not punching somebody in the face. So that's
2: Yeah, Yeah, but Draymond's got himself, uh, what, 11 points, eight boards. Oh, eight assists. That's interesting. Yeah, and Steph's not even having a huge night. He's only got twenty five points.
1: Um, that's that's still pretty but, good.
2: But I'll I'll take it. That lineup's making me four dollars right now.
1: Yeah, I know they, they call that superstar in uh, Yahoo, the the captain Yeah pick you get one yeah, and a call half.
2: It, they call it like showdown captain mode in mm-hmm. in DraftKings. And that I have a lot of fun with those. Um, I'd
1: I'd try to, but, man, if I'd have had the Cardinals defense as my superstar Thursday night. Oh, man. Two pick sixes. I I still couldn't I had There were so many randos scoring in that game. Um, I I had uh, Juwan Johnson, the Saints tight end, on my team, and and I had the Cardinals defense on my team and still couldn't get in the money because I didn't have either one of my captains. I had Kyler Murray as my captain. So, yeah. It's all about uh, figuring out who's going to make that that move and get those points that no one else sees coming. Because I, I I tried to uh, really be secretive and and slip and slippery. Um, I I had both tight ends uh, as part of my five. I had um, oh. Juwan Johnson and Zach Ertz. Because I was like, man, I don't know if either one of these quarterbacks is going to find any wide receivers. So I'm just going to take both the tight right.
2: ends. Right, and I mean, and Hopkins got his he got his catches
1: yeah he did okay, but he was you know expensive, so I was trying to right. you know save money.
2: oh, I hear you there yeah, so, if, you, if yeah, if you would have just like i said if you would if you you could have loaded up that lineup last night on the scrubbiest of the scrubby players, man. which only like a degenerate gambler is doing on his eighteenth lineup for that game
1: <laughs> yeah you're you're right, but that's that's how it happens a lot of well, the those I'm week.
2: guaranteeing that's, you that's if you're wins. only putting together two or three lineups for that game. You don't have that construction.
1: No, but you you still know you have to have some scrub yeah. like that. Rashid to...
2: Shaheed again.
1: <laughs> again, right. Yeah. Again. Oh, man. man.
2: Oh. Even the even the podcasts I'm listening to are like, yeah, no, no, nah, I'm <laughs> saying no, this isn't <laughs> happening again. So they're like, these guys are the experts. Or these guys probably make money doing this.
1: And, and they don't even that? know. Because who could have seen that?
2: Right. I'll,
1: I'll absolutely follow the podcast that w- that would have been pumping up the Arizona Cardinals defense as your big money play uh, last night because <laughs> that no one saw that coming.
2: Although we should have with Andy Dalton. I like it. Yeah, thirteen seventy one out of fifty five thousand right now in that one. So, yeah. Too bad it's not first place because that is uh, uh, a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Some of these are like 10,000, 5,000 I mean yeah. It, it's I'll, crazy. I'll... I mean, I get excited making seven bucks is where I'm at right now, but
1: yeah, no, I'll, 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 I'll take 200. dollars But the, I'll, I'll tell
2: you what. I put 100 I told you I started the season with a hundred dollars mm-hmm. in, right?: Yeah. We're, we're coming through week seven of the NFL. If I actually end up winning this seven dollars tonight, I'll still be at 87 dollars off my initial 100.
1: It's hanging in there, it's, it's... so I'll
2: have only lost thirteen dollars, and you know. But uh, you know, I do a bunch of three dollar lineups now for uh, NFL, so I'll do like three or four three dollar lineups instead of two or three five dollar lineups. I think that way I'm spreading it around a little bit more, more shots. that obviously less potential to win a bunch of money, but I, I let, let's you know start small. I'm still waiting for that $50 or $100 hit, which I would be ecstatic with.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, you know, $100 or $200 or something. I'd be thrilled. Yeah. Absolutely thrilled. Um, I did take my first L last week in, uh, oh. in fantasy. Um, I, there, there was nothing I could do. I got absolutely waylaid, uh, got put up 125 points on me. Um, he had uh, Jamar Chase, he had Ramondre, he had Lamar, I mean, he, he had Gabe Davis. There's nothing I could do about that. So, one of those days. Um, and then, like I said this week, I'm looking at uh, Tua as my quarterback. Uh, that, that's, what I was saying was I'm okay with taking that risk holding on to him on IR this whole time because to get someone else off the wire, one of those other scrubs you were mentioning that probably be out there, now I got to in another roster spot, cut somebody else. I, I don't feel like doing that, yeah. so I'm just going to go with two. It's only one week. This is the only week that I'm using a quarterback not named Josh Allen, right? So, now, what
2: I mean, do you have a backup plan if he's like not going to go or?
1: The, yeah, now then I'd have to cut him and find some other scrub. Yeah, okay.
2: But as of um, right now, right, he's going to go. I mean,
1: all all systems go. Looks like he's he's going to go. Yeah, if something came down Sunday morning and they said he wasn't going to go, then. I would have to find someone else, and then if something happens Sunday night where last second he's not going to go, then I'm kind of fucked, but
2: oh no, yeah,
1: <laughs> but no yeah. i wouldn't if, if it looked like that was going to happen, I would have a I would have a backup plan, but no i'm I'm going forward with him because all indications are that he's he's locked in and ready to go
2: all right, well, you know good luck to you, and uh, hopefully uh, good luck to me on these picks because I need to catch yeah. up.
1: Yep, good, good luck. So uh, definitely have fun uh, tomorrow watching some Giannis and yeah, the kids to uh, I'll Milwaukee. We'll report
2: back on that next week on the show. Yep. So kid, kids' first experience. My my first experience at an <laughs> NBA game, which is yep. just so weird to think about, but seeing it through fresh eyes and you know get to see it with the kids.
1: Yeah, it should, it'll be fun. You you'll have a whole lot of fun. Even I haven't even seen the new stadium, but I'm sure it's gonna. You can't have to a better uh, scenario when you're talking about. State-of-the-art, brand new stadium, great team, and right. playing against a scrub opponent. So everyone's going to come out happy <laughs> tomorrow.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They uh, held off the Sixers on the road last night.
1: Right. And then the Rockets, uh, like I was telling you, were playing uh, the Grizzlies, uh, ironically, tonight. And I haven't checked the score, but I'm pretty sure the Grizzlies kicked their ass because it's the, the Rockets.
2: Hang on. I uh, can, yeah, let's can actually take tell a look here. I can, so I've actually got a, I've got a player from, oh that game is over. Hmm. So I was looking at the wrong lineup. <laughs> I was looking at the lineups I had active. It's like, oh no, wait, this game's already over. Uh, they won by seven. Okay. So the Grizzlies won by seven.
1: Houston put up 122. I'm kind of surprised at that, but Yeah. Yeah, they 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 won't put up 122 tomorrow on Giannis, I'm pretty sure.
2: I'll probably have myself a, a like a $1 lineup for that game tomorrow too.
1: Yeah, why not? We'll, they have a we'll little get in the game.
2: And I'll have to have a couple of Rockets on that one. I'll have a little Kevin Porter
1: <laughs> Jr. <laughs> oh wow, you you're going deep if you're learning Rockets players.
2: You know what? Fantasy, <laughs> man. <laughs> it makes you learn like I've already mm-hmm. started like I've already started learning some players I've already started to find like I've already got favorite players
1: <laughs> the season just started
2: Man, Tyrese Halliburton is one of my <laughs> favorite players
1: oh my gosh you're going way deep into you're deeper in the NBA than I am now
2: he's good
0: yeah
1: he's all right
2: He's got 50-some fantasy points for me tonight. Well, <laughs> he's good. So, yeah,
1: you love him now.
2: I love him. I like me some, some Maxie. I like that kid from
1: uh, Yeah, Tyrese Max. Uh,
2: yeah, he's good, too. I like, like a lot of guys named Tyrese, apparently.
1: <laughs> I guess so.
2: All right. I'm 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 done.
1: All right. Uh, so there are rare Friday night appearance uh, for our football party. Looking back at a weird week six and looking ahead to what might be an even weirder week seven starting, uh, well, started last night and will continue on Sunday. Um, Yeah, definitely keep an eye out for these guys that are uh, up in the air uh, at the moment. There's no clarity on on Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett and some other people. Uh, So certainly keep an eye out for that tomorrow uh, on the news wires and certainly Sunday morning for the inactives. All right. So that'll be it for us. He is Jay. I am Dre. This has been in much less detail, the podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we will be back at our normal time next week. Is that correct?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, we should be smooth sailing now for a while. I, I don't have anything schedule-wise until mid-December that might throw no. us off. Uh, maybe a Saturday. Now, that probably wouldn't even bother me for a 9 o'clock show either when we do our, with one of our family Thanksgiving gatherings or whatever. That's usually over in time for me to do the show. Oh, okay. So, I yeah, I, other than maybe one blip in November, I'm pretty set through. Uh, actually, I, I take it back that week that in December that I'm gone, we're not leaving until Sunday. So we might be Saturdays for the rest until we start getting to Saturday football around Christmas time.
1: Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, of course, our family situation is still the same. Right. There may be some weekends where I'm at uh, Uncle Millen's. I think um, I, I listened back to the show uh, from last week as well. I think that worked out for my connection because I wasn't hosting. I think that's the the big key is the connection is sure. uh, for me is still going to be shaky being on the Wi-Fi. But if I'm if I'm on the Wi-Fi and I'm also hosting on the Wi-Fi, then that's kind of double the shakiness but if yeah. you're hosting and then it's just me on the Wi-Fi, then that kind of evens things out and makes it so that the uh, the breakup well, yeah, is minimal putting
2: less of a putting less of a strain yep on your side and on your computer or any of that so i get that
1: yep so so that, that i think that worked out pretty well for us
2: all right um,
1: all right
2: uh as i
1: said uh, we will be back next week at our normal time uh Saturday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. We will recap this week seven and look we'll ahead to week eight, and maybe play a little real estate fate. Uh, but either way, we'll certainly have some more fun at our next football party. And we will talk to you then.